through a table of wrestling knowledge. Announce table. Fuck yeah. Now, don't be saying that. So, you saw the tweet. Yeah. I, I honestly, I mean, the guy might make a, and I don't think he's trying to make a point. He's just shocked. He's just shocked. And I, and I thought, I was like, maybe that might not be the best thing to start with. But it lets people know. Yeah, it right lets away. you know, motherfucker gets strapped in. This is going to be a bumpy ride. This, I'm going through every goddamn emotion. You're going to be yelling and shit. I'm going to fall for some jokes that these fucking asshole listeners write in yeah. our fucking emails. This, That's what this is. This podcast is a professional wrestling podcast. And it is not safe for work and may or may not be safe for anything, really. We Never. are we yeah. are the Spanish announce table. I am the co-host with the most, the Deviant One, Captain Awesome. And I am T Mac. Yeah, he's the host with the least. Mr. N- <laughs> you know what I was thinking about? <laughs> What's hey, that? God, how fucking cool of a gimmick this was. Chris Candino. Mr. Yes. No Gimmicks Needed. Right, yeah, no gimmicks needed. I love that. Yeah, it was good. That's fucking, that's genius. Yeah. I, was, I wanted to say that right then because you were saying all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. But then I was it's like, like no. T-Mac. Yeah. <laughs> but then, fuck, man. Chris Candino. Yeah. What a talent. Good. What a talent. Sonny. What a whore. <laughs> yeah. A crazy, crazy woman. So, we talk about professional wrestling. It is still real to us. Damn it. Not really, but you get the idea. Mm-hmm. We discuss rumors results and most importantly for this segment we discuss news news ready to kick off the news yeah my my new favorite segment because i don't get fucking (laughs) ps let's do this best for business yep it always is forbes.com features an article this week that measures wwe total revenues during certain superstar title reigns to compare and search for any possible links to any particular yes. superstar's title reigns uh-huh. and reports of increasing revenue. The study found irregular revenue patterns during championship reigns uh, of CM Punk, rising revenue during Randy Orton championship reigns, and decreasing revenue during title reigns of John Cena. You're fucking right! The study concludes that any certain superstar being company's current champion seemingly has no direct effect on the total revenue of WWE, but did note that perhaps total revenue is too broad of a measurement to determine if any particular superstar being champion is best for business. Total revenue involves DVD sales, live event, gates, uh, random other things, you know, yeah. all these kind of things. But, you know, I'm glad that something, and I know people are going to be like, well, it's not conclusive, blah, blah, yeah. blah. but at least it's something with someone with some credible information is saying hey you know what maybe you guys are fucking wrong and it's not 2006 Um, anymore yeah well i mean i've got to think that wwe employs people that know what they're doing when they're looking at numbers and i'm sure they are not looking at total revenue they're looking at ratings and more direct resulting 
numbers at uh, the moment. And I don't even think John Cena's title reign right now is about increasing that. I think he's a transitional champion for the time being, and they know, well, we're not going to lose ratings while we have it on a transitional champion, if that makes sense. That totally makes sense. Right. But let's, I'm just tired of the, oh, fuck, what do we do? Cena! Yeah, well. Like, let's be bold. Yeah, well, they're not going to do that. Let's take chances. Yeah, they're not going to do that. Let's be forward-thinking like how we used to be with HD television and live Monday Night Raw programming. What about those ideas? Remember when we used to be forward-thinking and the trendsetter and the trailblazers? Well, they did that with the network, and look what happened. It's amazing. (laughs) Yeah, I know. I get it. uh, Yeah, it's fucking great. I get it. Because here's the thing about the network that really I don't get still is uh, everyone's like, oh, it's not that. It hasn't even went international. Oh, yeah. I know. I know. Yeah, I know. And, and uh, the articles I'm reading, too, keep saying, hey, this is a genius of an idea, and it's a gold mine. What they did was they overestimated their domestic immediate uh, and subscriptions. I th- and I think they haven't understood their overall huge impact on international yeah, oh, like, exactly. I swear, I wholeheartedly believe every Canadian yeah, <laughs> will yeah, have yeah. this fucking app in two years. Yeah, oh, I, I agree with you 100% too. Uh, side note, Yep. before we go any further with the news, I just got confirmation that we're going to have a guest interview on the show tonight. Hey, there we go. And we discussed it last week, but I was a little, it, was, it was a little up in the air there for a second, but it's confirmed. We're going to have Dan the Cannon. I'm on excited the show. to talk to this guy. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, leader of what we call the WIR Nation or the TI Peeps, he as it were. Your, he is your uh, wrestling Jesus. The host of the famed AllWrestling.com uh, Week in Review podcast, <laughs> Dan the Cannon. So, we'll get into that. But let's keep going with the news. Let's keep going with the news. Future Endeavored for a limited time only. That's a good headline. Good job. I like that. On the same day, WWE releases and reinstates recently accused shoplifter and WWE diva Emma. After releasing her a few hours earlier, WWE reinstated her, quote, upon further evaluation, but said appropriate punishment would be given. What I actually heard was they fired them and somebody said, you didn't fucking fire Swagger when he got a DUI and had marijuana possession. And they were like, right. They're like, very good point. Very good point. <laughs> like, yeah. This was $20 on accident. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, yeah. and then What's-Her-Ass uh, got a DUI, right? Uh, yeah, Eve. I, I, yeah, and I forgot to put that in here. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. Why don't we fire her? Yeah, please. Yeah. Jeez, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah I, uh, you know, fire her. Because I was going to say, you know, she's hot and she can attract, you know, the 17-year-old male, mm-hmm. but... She's not even a manager. Why aren't these hot women? Why aren't they doing what they're doing with Fandango, Layla, and Summer Rae? Get right. them involved, and it creates a storyline out of that. Yeah, thing. and you create some relevant. Yeah, because who gave a shit it. about Fandango until Summer Rae and Layla got involved? Well, I kind of. Well, I mean, but but I know what you, you mean. know to care about yeah. what happens. Right? Next. Yeah. He, well, honestly, after Jericho, he had not had a storyline. Yeah. I mean, dead serious. We said yeah. that many times. Yeah. So, uh, uh, she's still got a job. We'll see how she's. Uh, pushed on television. Oh, she won't. Forward, but neither one will be pushed. Yeah. Bye bye. Oh yeah. See ya. Yeah. yeah, you got a job, but yeah. As soon as we get you're, a chance, you're to, yeah. Kurt Hawkins. Yeah, you're you're JTG in waiting. Yeah, yeah. see ya. <laughs> it was probably meant for the Exotic Express. What? 
Police respond to a call of a suspicious package delivered to WWE headquarters in Stamford, Connecticut. Police found a package with an unidentified white powder. Authorities investigated include the building of any danger. Police have not reported what the found substance was. Yeah, have we heard anything since I then? haven't heard anything since. Somebody brought up a uh, a uh, theory on uh, Tweet the Table, so we'll get to that. But oh, Yeah, I did see that one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's... It, you know, sometimes it's much to do about nothing, but that at least you would think would get a statement. Hey, guys, calm down. We found it, it was, yeah. yeah. Bacon soda. Right. Yeah. Mensa, go to the. We found the, the stupid. Ad- yeah. It said bring CM Punk back. Or it was meant to go to the chemical factory uh, yeah, could down be, yeah. the street right. or yeah. whatever. Could be, know? yeah. Mm. Yeah, we'll see. Maybe yeah. something will surface. Probably not, though. Mm. What this place needs is a woman's touch. Hell no. Renee Young appears to be the beneficiary of the release of former commentator Josh Matthews this week. Young filled the void left by Matthews at the booth for superstars. This move makes Renee Young the first WWE full-time female commentator since 2005 when WWE used former divas Lita and Ivory at the booth for Sunday Night Heat. I don't believe that's true. Yeah, you told me you thought it was Terry. I thought it was Terry Reynolds when she was doing the PMS thing mm-hmm. with uh, Jacqueline. Now, I could be wrong. I don't know. Maybe they. Uh, maybe she wasn't permanent. Maybe I, don't I don't remember ever Lita talking. Yeah. No. I don't think she could talk. Yeah. She can't. Yeah. Like, it, did they do it for three weeks and they called that full time? Like, I don't. I don't know. But I think it was Terry Reynolds. Yeah. Tweet the table. Tweet the table. I'm sure somebody. Hey, idiots! Hey, idiots! From 2005 <laughs> yeah. during their stint All you gotta on do MTV. is look on Wikipedia, dumbasses. Yeah. Well, you know what? I don't know how to spell Wikipedia, <laughs> yeah. so fuck you. <laughs> The well is running dry. I mean, yeah. WWE budget cuts claim more victims. This time, it's WWE Network programming. Filming for the next season of Tough Enough was set to begin this month at WWE Performance Center in Orlando, followed then by season two of WWE Legends House. House, excuse me. Both projects have been put on hold with no determined delay dates. The way you said that, I thought you were kind of like foreshadowing Dusty Rhodes. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> listen. Listen here. Listen, player. We're going to put this on hold. You think you know what I'm talking about? Good. Uh, <laughs> you know what? Because I don't want either of those shows. I really tough don't. Enough? Nope. Don't give a shit I about it. I loved the first uh, Tough Enough. Pfft. Well, not the first. The most recent. I didn't like any of them. Really? You didn't yeah. like the Stone Cold no. Tough Enough? I liked it. I liked it. I, here. I liked that at the very end. I liked. But don't fabricate I liked bullshit. it, but, but what they did was they put in actors and shit into it exactly. if you go to actual performance center where it's guys actually trying to break into wrestling now that, that i like yeah and that's I what like, it's supposed to be right no, okay well then i will like that yeah but i'd never liked any of the tough enough yeah. i really didn't i thought they were just lame and it was there's issues i don't fucking care just be a good character yeah i literally do not care about you people i want you to entertain me right leave me alone with leave your me fuck alone your marriage crisis and bullshit right. fuck you man you're you're mm. you're actors to me. We'll see uh, with, with how much they're trying to ramp up the network. You think that would be the thing they don't cut? Well, you know what they should ramp up. Mm. Give me some Monday Nitros. Give yeah. me some Monday Night Raws. Yeah. Give me some ECW. Because okay, do you remember? I think they're working on that, but the problem is they're not going to put out any unless they put out a lot, and it takes a lot to get that all ready for the network. That's out. stupid. Nope. You know why? <laughs> why? Did you ever have the WWE on demand? Yeah. Okay. Every week. You got this. Was the coolest thing about on on the on demand mm-hmm. that I wish they would translate to the network mm-hmm. every week, and I can't remember the day, but every week they would give you the episode of ECW, WCW, yeah. and Raw 
of that week. Yeah. So you could actually compare and see. Yeah. Do that now. The problem with that is nothing. Th- it's a lot easier to do for a television-based thing because there's a lot less coding and formatting needed than for internet because you've got to. It's got to read what kind of browser you're on, what your limitations are, what size it's going. to... I mean, there's a whole fucking. So it's a lot harder to do for online. They're smart. I, I, I they're smart, and they've said they're working on that. But it doesn't seem like it should be that hard. They did it for Comcast. Yeah, I would. I would think just put it out there, like you said, in time format. Like, hey, we're starting at yeah, we're twenty years ago, and we're gonna go. Yeah, we started the 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 night Lex Luger went to WCW. Mm Because did you watch the uh, uh, Monday Night War? I didn't catch it. (laughs) It was really cool. I I bet it was. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't anything different in far as far as my opinion for like the um, Monday Night Wars DVD. Right. Yeah, but it was still cool. Yeah. Uh, however, we're going to start with the night Lex Luger went to WCW, and here's all three shows each week until 2001. Yeah, till it ends. Yeah, that's fucking yeah, no, cool like to that. me. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, yeah. No, I bet you we'll get it eventually. But we'll get it now. <laughs> all right. You're welcome. <laughs> oh, that one faded out. Let's do that again. Ah, ah it stopped this on you. Sucks. Now. Fuck it. <laughs> the studio's terrible. Hanging up the boots. Who? Two wrestlers announced their retirements from in-ring competition this week. Former TNA X Division champion Petey Williams wrestled his retirement match against Chris Sabin in Detroit. And former WWE Intercontinental champion Santino Morella announced his retirement at a WWE live event in uh, Toronto, announcing he has suffered a third neck injury. You know what pissed me off? They didn't do a goddamn thing on Raw. Well, and I think, maybe, I'm hoping, who knows, uh, that Santino turns into like a manager, general manager... Something. Yes. I could see him being a Mick Foley type yeah. general manager where it's like, hey, I'm in the boiler room. And Do you think they would have? I don't know. It's weird. I mean, they showed it on the app and you could watch the video. But I think, because I'm just coming up the, with this now, but I think to make a bigger impact on that, you keep this hush hush and then it's, he's back mm. in this role. Oh, wow. Yeah, and, okay. You know, he's not going to get a huge reaction i don't think but it's enough to where if you keep yeah. it quiet then it's cooler yeah and who knows? And we'll see who knows who knows yeah. but uh pd williams Petey that's williams. A, god one of the coolest ever finishers uh, yes and i told you one of my favorite gimmicks ever was little pd pump yeah i loved it yeah and just i don't know yeah he was entertaining very entertaining mm-hmm. i still don't know what happened why he got cut from tna because they sucked they cut almost everybody for a long time I mean, they cut, they were just cutting people left and right. And they keep James Storm? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Jesus, hey, you know? I think there's money in James Storm, though. Hey, okay, then they keep fucking Mr. Anderson? Yeah, well, yeah, there you go. Okay, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Last story. A new face in the company. Who? WWE elects Laureen Ong to its board of directors. Ong, a 30-year veteran of the television industry, has served as the president of the Travel Channel, COO of Hong Kong Star Group Limited and was the founding president of the National Geographic Channel. Ong's honors include Women of the or Woman of the Year from Women in Cable Television, the Vision Award from the Washington Chapter of Women in Film, and Video and Multi-Channel News' Wonder Woman Award in recognition of her significant accomplishments in the cable television industry. So I wonder if this is part of their that uh, investor that demanded some mm. new management. Yeah. A new, new director. That's a big deal. That is a big deal. Yeah. I wonder who it was. That's who Vince McMahon has to answer to. Now, he's the chairman of the board, but he's still got to answer to the board as a whole mm-hmm. in his acts of president of the company. Who was that position? I don't know. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Unless maybe they made a new one. Right. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, I don't know. 
Interesting. Interesting. So we'll see if I there's any changes what, in direction. Yeah, I don't know what impact we're gonna see. Yeah. As far as the product, but yeah. I can see, I can see some little changes or some negotiating tactics changing. Mm-hmm. That you know, behind the scenes. Yeah, sure. Makes a big impact. So we should see. Yep. Uh, interesting. Yeah, we'll see. I, I just it came across today, and I was like, oh, I'll throw this in the news. Yeah, well, we'll talk one. about it. But that was the news. Not much in the news, but I mean, some decent things in there, man. Santino. The, Santino. Are you gonna miss the the fucking? I don't miss the sock. That's like sock the, bullshit. Yeah, that's one of the things that I, I like the least ever about Santino. The Cobra was cool when he first started doing it, and tell me you didn't do the Cobra. You know what I mean? Like everybody uh-huh. did the Cobra. You you know right. you slap it, you turn it, but. It got old, and then he started having the actual sock, and it was just too much. I but, like uh, his whole body of work is just. That's why I thought, like, God damn, if you gave Vicky a send off, yeah, that's true. I mean, really, and, and, and not saying Vicky didn't deserve it, she right. absolutely did. But Jesus Christ, this guy's put. I mean, he's been there over ten now, hasn't he? I mean, he's been there a long time. I feel like, yeah, that's probably right. Uh, and hey, more programming for the network, right? Yeah, Santino's top ten Cobra yes, strikes, right? Remember, God, he had so many cool moments. My favorite was when uh, Maria was trying to pose for Playboy. Yes. And it was in Madison Square Garden. I think it was SummerSlam or maybe the Rumble. Can't remember. Yeah. I think it's Rumble now that I said that. And uh, she's like, do you guys want me to do it? And they're like, yeah. And he's like, oh, you would cheer if she said, who wants syphilis? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I like the Santina. That, that, yeah, that Santina. Yes. yes. The women's diva. Yes. I like the tea time with Seamus. Yes. And Vladimir Kozlov. Yes. That was a great one. Even the stuff that he was doing with Emma before they, they gave her the pink sock, like when they were doing the flirty, he was being shy yeah. and, he, and like they were making these euphemisms and he'd be like, what? what? You right. know what I mean? Like he'd be like, uh, like almost like a little boy. Yeah, and that's why I think a general manager or a manager yeah. position would be great. And even then he could probably get away from some of the overdone comedic mm-hmm. stuff and be a little more subtle with some of the stuff who knows we'll see man as time goes on but that's sad that uh a neck injury does because you know what Fuck, i mean yeah. he was in shape now he had said already before that he was knew his time was winding down still but yeah i don't think that was i don't think he was ready for that but Mm-mm. hey we're gonna take a break we're gonna come back and talk about WWE. are we you ready for that yeah we're gonna talk about double double e yeah, i don't know just not, not into it, huh? Yeah, we're going to see what I'm into today. <laughs> well, that's when we return, maybe, to the Spanish Announce Table, which is on SpanishAnnounceTable.net. And T-Max taking some time here. Sitting for long periods of time is more dangerous than smoking cigarettes. TrinityTopicsNetwork.com. shirt i have what's that i've got the new daniel bryan yes shirt that shirt is yes. awesome yes. yes yes and guess where i got it you got it from kmart i did not get oh. it from kmart i got it online at wwe shop.com oh hey i know something about wwe shop.com what do you know about it i know that the spanish announce table are now affiliate members of wwe shop.com we official hell yeah hell yeah and you know what that means to the average listener of the spanish what announce does that table mean to them that means that when they go to purchase something from wwe shop.com which let's face it they're very likely to do come on we know that you guys want the newest bray wyatt shirts we know that you want the newest daniel bryan merchandise even for you weirdos we know you want the john cena stuff 
like armbands. Right. So guess what? You can get all that stuff all for the same price you're normally going to Same low pay. price you're always going to get. And if you go through our site, we get a little kickback. And guess what? We like that. Gives us some money. Help support this show, which we know you like. It's very simple. You go to SpanishAnnounceTable.net. One of the first banners is literally this WWEShop.com banner ad. And it tells you the code to use. You click through it. That lets them know that it's us sending you to yeah. them. Yeah. And hey, then we'll get a kickback in sales. you want them to know about us, go through and use our Man. link and tell them who we are and help us at the same time. And this merchandise is not something you get at a fair. No. This is WWE Shop material. This is thick quality shirts. Authentic. Authentic camps, you can get replica belts, anything you could buy from the WWE, you can get on WWEshop.com. And by doing so, you'll also be supporting the Spanish Announce Table. Doesn't get any better than that, T-Mac. It does not. So go to SpanishAnnounceTable.net, click the link for the WWE Shop, you go there, you get whatever merchandise you already are going to get, and then we get that kickback. Hell yeah! Hell yeah! I'm a nice man! Yeah, I'm a nice man! Spanish announced table, you are back, oh, faithful listeners that you are. We've got a big interview coming up for you. And as you know, we do them before, so ha ha ha, it was great. It was great. We had me, a great and, uh, me and Dan got into it about my favorite sport. Yes, there's a little MMA wrestling debate yes. hidden in that interview. Yes. What part of the interview? You're just going to have to listen to find out. Ha! That's uh, called a tease. That's a tease that we call in the radio biz, but right now, right now. God damn, now we're going to talk about Double Double E. Double Double E. And the week that was Double Double E. Uh, I, I wouldn't gonna, say it was the best. You're going to pop down this music. Nope. <laughs> Ass man, man. <laughs> I, was, I was like, I can still hear this. Love him. Love every kind. Now, hold on. I don't love every kind. That's going yeah, a little too far. Yeah, you do. It's going a little too far. We all know. The double-double E. Let's see. Let's talk about some of the bottom stuff. Uh, the Rusev swagger, at least on Raw, didn't really get much of a No, and the thing. only thing where, because guys, you know I think I could do something a little bit better. Sure. Of course. And so do you. Let's not act like you don't of think course. that's the, But. Oh, yeah. No, I know I could do better on than Raw, you. Right. <laughs> but on Raw, on Raw, yeah. uh, Rusev is wrestling RVD. Mm-hmm. And credit to Rusev, he looked like he was in a real match. Yeah. No, Rusev's good in the ring. Right. Yeah. He could sell well, all that stuff. Yeah. Anyhow, he has him in a rest hold. He does what a big man is supposed to do. He uses the big right. to his end. But he has him in a rest hold, mm-hmm. right? And all of a sudden, we got a promo from Zeb Coulter <laughs> yeah. saying, do you accept my challenge? Well, no, motherfucker, I'm wrestling I'm RVD. Wrestling. Yeah, yeah. So why didn't you just save that till the very end? You know? Yeah, that's... Rusev yeah. wins, Russian flag goes down. That was We odd. the people. Hey, you want to do this fight? Yep. Nope. It's weird that they didn't, like... That seems very much. 1992. It's just weird that they didn't enhance it much because of how much it got over. Right. Have them come it. out. Oh, you know what? They were in Canada. Fuck that. It's still fun. Yeah. yeah. They, uh, Canadians still would have said, we the people. You take that shit in. Oh, anywhere. sure they would have said, we the people. But like, yeah. I don't think they, they're they not as invested. Man. What got that over was, Washington, fuck yeah, America. Yeah, and Washington, yeah. D.C. Yeah. But I would just saying, save that promo. Don't interrupt a match mm-hmm. and ask him a question. Hey, you want to fight? I don't know. I'm in, a, I'm in a sharpshooter right now, so excuse me. Got to get out of this first. The Usos and Wyatts continue their seemingly uh, never-ending feud. I love it still. Uh, yeah, I mean, what we know we're going to get is a badass match. Yeah, so I'm just... 
It's one of the rare times where I'm like, I don't care if it doesn't. Here's the problem. What other tag team could lose? It has to be the Wyatts because the Ascension. Yeah, I know, but they clearly don't want to pull that trigger. Uh, Dusty Rhodes. Dusty Rhodes. Or what did you? What do you call him? Dusty Rhodes. No, 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 the Stardust. Oh, it's Dusty's Dust. Dusty's Dust. That's what you call him. Yeah. (laughs) And they did a weird promo. Yeah, they did do a weird promo. But that's the point. Okay. I mean, they're I'm over weird. It. I'm over it. Yeah, I'm kind of over it, too. They're not explaining why Cody Rhodes did it. Now, we get it if you put two and two together, but in this case, put two and two together yeah, for me. Why did he go crazy? Yeah. Just tell me yeah. why. Just don't do a promo saying, look, my hands are together. Yeah. All right, cool. Guess what? You know, and they talked about this on Vince Russo on Steve Austin's podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was writing the verbiage for Gold Dust when he first came out, and then they got handcuffed because at the time, all these groups were writing saying this is offensive and USA and all that. Uh, and so he says they had to trim it back. Well, that was some of the draw to the Gold Dust character ever was uh, that toting the line there. Well, you know, and I would be okay, honestly, if you did some. Who was the doctor that was with Kane and uh, uh, Daniel Bryan? Doctor, one Stu. Whatever that guy. Yeah. If he would have done some psychological evaluations of Stardust, yes. and then we just got the, bring him back. Yeah, and you just get the explanation of why Stardust, and you could still be funny and wacky and that stupid. That guy was good. They're all good. Well, just that that doctor. Right, they're all good, though. He could be their continuous doctor, yeah. Right. I don't know. Anyway, so uh, let's move on here. Um, Cesaro and Kofi, it looks like they're going to continue this feud. This is, it just seems like a time waster for me for Cesaro because I, Cesaro's better than Kofi. I mean, let's just... Heyman is better than this story. Yes. Now, as I said, uh, they got Big E sort of involved into it. With uh, He's saving Kofi now from the beatdowns. And your favorite, Xavier Woods, did a, a decent promo on the app uh, mm-hmm. during the on the second screen experience. Uh-huh. Uh, best promo I've heard from that guy. Now, yeah. that's, the bar is low. but uh, So I don't know if there's going to be that kind of friendship involvement or not or what. Like, I just don't. Is this maybe to get Cesaro and Big E in a feud that Big E's going to save him enough times that finally, you know, want to take on a guy your size kind of a thing? Yeah, I don't who know. knows, but. It seems pointless at the time, and it seems like Cesaro and, as you said, Paul Heyman are better than this. But. I mean, the three of those guys that you named <clears throat> cannot defend themselves on the mic against Paul Heyman. No. They would just go, yep. There's a, a very rare air of people that can, though. But I'm just saying, as far as credibility, Cena would get killed on the I, mic, but Cena would be like, I'm a 15, yeah. you know. I do like that Cesaro got on the mic, though, and, and put down the, the Canadians, the French Canadians. Yeah. Like, even the French people wouldn't like these people. Right. <laughs> yeah, so, anyway. Bo Dallas, 13 and Bo, and he worked over El Torito, and it was great. And they, I read in the news that they're trying to get him actual heat, and so on SmackDown, they had him beat up El Torito, and now they have him beat him again and knock him over and stuff. I don't know that that's going to get you heat. It's going to get you heat with some kids. but Yeah. Or some girls. It, it made me laugh. Yeah. It just made me laugh. I, but Bo Dallas, I'm sold. I'm already bought in, so maybe that's part of it. Because it's just funny to me. Like It's just great. Like it just, I think it's a genius gimmick. The yep. Bo Dallas gimmick. It's a better – it's, it's a better role – and it's performed by a better person that's suited for. You know what it kind of reminds me of? And it's obviously different, and, and you can clear it because it doesn't seem to have a religious undertone, but Brother Love. It reminds me of Diamond Dallas Page. Oh, yeah. The, you remember? The, yes, when he was doing the smiley. It's yeah. me? It's me? It's me. Right. Or it's Dolph me. Ziggler when he's like, hi, I'm, I'm Dolph, Dolph Ziggler. Ziggler. Yeah, yeah. It's that guy, but better character. Yes. And so I like it. And he just plays it so like he's so cheesing. 
and his ugly ass face is yeah. got that wide smile mm-hmm. and it's all toothy and it's just great. Yeah. So speaking of Ziggler and all that, the IC title, uh, it's kind of a, a feud amongst a whole bunch of people. I mean, Ziggler, ADR, Sheamus is involved in that. Even Damian Sandow, who, uh, Bret Hart, we got Bret Hart and the Sandhart. I loved it. I, I did too. It. Cause you know why? <laughs> Fuck Bret Hart. Thank you. Like, I know we're in Canada and I get it, but right. Jesus Christ, man. Hey, look, I get Bret Hart was one of the all time greatest in ring workers and he carried the WWE during a low point. Mm. During a low point, he was their guy. You know, I wouldn't say he carried it. Yeah, I would say Shawn Michaels carried it. Right. But, yes. but before we got Shawn Michaels to that point, right. Bret Hart was the one taking the Yeah, lead. I would just say this. And look, he was popular, what, four years oh, running? God. He was Germany's favorite athlete. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. He's fucking wildly popular. He's yeah. an all-time great and a Hall of Famer. What I'm saying is, what was the storyline we got when he came out? Oh, if I had one more match being Montreal, yeah. remember what happened? Right, yeah. God damn it. Yes. Fuck yes, you, man. Let go. We know what happened. Let yeah. it go. He never has and never will let that go. <sighs> like, Just go away, yeah. then. That's what, you know, everybody was like, was it a work, was it a not? That's what always lets me know it wasn't, mm-hmm. because he can't fucking get over it. And uh, I watched the Raw with uh, Sharkbait, my roommate, as, mm-hmm. a, as many of you guys know, that that's my roommate. Uh, and I got pissed, and he didn't understand. But Bret Hart, for Christ's sake... Put some fucking just for men in your hair. <laughs> Wear some shit that makes you look like a fucking guy instead of my cool yeah, uncle. Right. <laughs> Jesus, you know? You're going to be in I front of people. Loved the Sandhart thing because I love when when you when you do Bret Hart, you got to do the jacket yeah, and, the, hey, and the upturned palms yeah. and the yeah, I mean it's just great. Yeah. And did he give him some gear to wear or wear because how do we like, oh, today we're going to do you're going to do Bret Hart. Shit! Somebody make up some Bret Hart gear for. Oh, they do have a seamstress backstage, yeah, they I guess. Got but, but I mean, that's that's you know what I mean. I was like, did he bring his gear for him to wear? And how weird is that? Like, but, I'm gonna you wore this in the Iron Man match. Right. I'm not gonna wear this. Like, what? But you yeah, think? Hart look look like someone. Yeah, and, instead of that guy. And he always comes in, and I get that it's like. And I get he had a stroke, and sometimes this is hard for him. Hey, <laughs> more credit to you. But if you can't fucking do it, then don't be out there. Yeah, do a backstage segment. But as far as IC title, so Ziggler and ADR. I mean ADR. Got that, but they're all involved in this uh, battleground battle royals. Is that what they're calling it now uh, for the IC title? Um, Sheamus, though, they keep mentioning about Sheamus is talking about. He's like, I'm gonna. He's in this thing, and he's the U.S. champ. He's like, I'm gonna go in there. I'm gonna have both the U.S. title and the IC title. And that got me thinking. Shit, is this where they unify that? Well, in the past, they've had guys with multiple titles. Remember when uh, Kurt Angle when they had the two mid card belts. And it was, they mentioned it on the app during a match. I can't remember who it was. They mentioned who it was. Tweet Kurt the table Angle. if you remember. No, the U.S. and IC title. Oh, they no. Mentioned it was, he had the European and IC mm-hmm, title. Yeah, no, it was it. Jericho? Or maybe it was Jericho. Because then Jericho lost the triple threat, and he lost one title to each guy. It was like Benoit and Edge or something yeah, like so that. Yeah, so maybe it was Chris Jericho. Yeah, I think it was Jericho. Tweet the table. So, hey, idiots. Yeah. You just we're, doing this, we're doing this live. We don't have Wikipedia on our phone right now. Yeah, and if I use it on the computer, it'll turn off the recording because our equipment sucks. <laughs> our shit sucks. So, uh, the Funkadactyls took on Paige and AJ. So, now this looks like it was to kill two birds with one stone. It looks like Paige and AJ are playing nice. There's mutual respect being shown. But clearly, I think Paige is turning heel here eventually. Mm-hmm. And I think this is probably one of the better things for the Divas Division to have this going on. 
uh, the Funkadactyls had their showdown, their first of many to come, I assume. Are you shocked that there's multiple storylines in the Divas division? Yes, and we have a tweet the table about that, too, so we can get Do into we? that. And that yep. I didn't see that one. Oh, yeah, I got you. Because we also have... I the, have eyes and ears everywhere, sir. Because we also have the uh, the dumb bitches doing their shit, too. Mm, the, the dumb bitches. The Bella Twins. <laughs> yeah, the, or the one. Yeah, that man. What the, was that fucking horrific train wreck with her and, and uh, uh, Alicia Fox? And they each had one arm tied behind their back, but yeah, Alicia Fox just went crazy and beat her ass and had a Red Bull. Like, I, I, I got the, nope, I'm not doing the arm behind my back. Yeah, that's a classic heel move. Classic heel move. Got that. But then the, ah, fuck it, we're not going to cover her. What was the... And I can't hold on to a Red Bull. What was the the blindfold match uh, at a WrestleMania? It was Jake Roberts and Rick Martel. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. There was one before that, or was that that match where... For a while, he didn't put the blindfold on while the other one was wearing the blindfold, and he yeah, beat his ass. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was fun. But, yeah, Alicia <laughs> Fox, the character, guys. Yes. I, I got some feedback that were like, hey, you're negative, but it kind of feels like you're about the person, and I'm not. I'm never yeah. against any yeah. of these people. Cena, Jeff Jarrett, none of them. Especially one that was in the greatest wrestling match of all time. Right. But Alicia Fox, <laughs> go straight to hell. Yeah. Your character is the fucking I just don't get it. Like, I mean, I, for me, like, there's, you know when it's actually good? And I keep talking about this because I felt like I've recently discovered, but the second screen experience, it's fun there. But, and I start realizing, yeah, it's fun there because it has no bearing. It's, I don't feel like it's wasting my time that they could be using for better purposes on TV. I hate it. I hate it. <laughs> it's one of the things I hate. It right would now. be better, though, if, like, she was just not really a wrestler. Like, if it's just a comedic spot here real quick, like, oh, she's going crazy and scaring Tom, the, you know, the guy back there or whatever, like, as a, you know, like, oh, hey, mm-hmm. like, it, that'd be great on WrestleManias when there's no commercial. Right. And, you know what I mean? You're just like, oh, hey, that was funny. Yeah, she needs to go yeah. to hell. Uh, Miz and Chris Jericho had a match, and it was good. I liked it. Yep. Um, But I, now, and we'll get into the Bray Wyatt part of it, but first off, I was talking about this. Miz. What's getting me is I think he's finally doing that character the best he's ever done it. But to me, it's too little too late, man. We need something new from you. You know what I mean? Like now he's finally, it's like clicking and it's, it's, it's perfect, but it's too late. Yeah. You did it and you sucked at it. Now you're doing it right, but I want to see something new. Yeah. And what was the point of bringing him back? If you're just going to shit on him, like I think, that's, yeah, I think that's to build to something. I think it's the, now I can't take it anymore. Yeah. And then we're going to get what he's supposed to be doing. That's yeah. my opinion okay. or my guess. Yeah, maybe I, you know I, I hope mean? I could only hope because it just, I was like, if, if your point was just to Chris Jarrett, go to get over on somebody, you're, you're, but they're friends, the but they're friends. So. Right. Yeah. Uh, did you like how the kid's name was Russo? Yes. Yeah. Little Johnny Russo or whatever yeah. it was. Yeah. Um, I liked the, we have a funny tweet the table about that too, so that'll be fun. Um, but uh, Bray Wyatt comes out and he does his uh, stick, which I liked his promo. Like I told you off air, I'm a. You guys a know, little, yeah. You guys know when he debuted. I even told you beforehand because I was so high on him in NXT. I was the number one Bray Wyatt oh, yeah. guy. Oh and no, now, we played promos. Yeah, and now. Yeah, I just feel like there's nothing that you're I mean, not like, doing anything to me. Like I. Don't care that you're going to beat up Chris Jericho. I want you to beat up Chris Jericho. I just wish you'd hurry up and fucking do it. Mm-hmm. Like, let's get this over with. And I know, like... You flirted with the best storyline you could with the John Cena thing, and yeah. now everything feels beneath Sometimes you. I think WWE has a problem with they can't see the forest of the trees. So they're in it, and they're like, Chris Jericho's one of our better guys we've ever had, and he puts over people greatly, and, and he's going to come back, and he wants to put over Bray Wyatt, and we want Bray Wyatt over. That's going to be great. 
But what they don't realize is we're like, oh, fun Chris Jericho's back. Great. It's another Batista. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like, we don't we're not gonna we're not going to build an emotional investment in Chris Jericho because we know he's going to be fucking gone mm-hmm. in a few months. Yeah. The the mold has already been uh made. We yeah. know what this is gonna be. Right. All right, Rock. Yeah. All right, Batista. He needs All right, to Jericho. be I and Dan the Cannon, who you'll hear later on our show, mm-hmm. said this on the all wrestling.com week in review. This Bray Wyatt character is what the Bray Wyatt character is going to be. It's not going to change significantly. There might be little tweaks here and there like well, we get the lights and the song and all that, but like it's not going to evolve vastly different. This is what it's going to be. If you're going to strap him, you're running into limited time frames here. To, yeah, the to only thing he could do is then literally start taking over people. Like yeah. people start joining his cult. Right, yeah. That's the that's, only option he has. That's always like, I think that sounds better than it ever plays it. Because anybody that ever played it off, Raven's Flock, great. All that does is help build that guy. It does nothing for the person. Right. It's usually detrimental to that. The person. only one that I can ever think of where it actually helped him was Billy Kidman. Yeah, Billy Kidman true. actually got off. Yeah, a, yeah. A got singles run. Yeah, yeah. Being part of the flock. So but that's other than kind that, of it. But you know, man, time will tell. I guess we'll see. I mean, if anything, we'll know we'll get a good match out of it. I mean, Jericho's. Yeah, of course. Their NXT match was really good. So the big storyline here, obviously, is the big monster-headed storyline of the Authority: Roman Reigns, John Cena, Seth Rollins, Dean Ambrose, Kane. Uh, I love Orton's involved. I love all of these layered storylines. Yeah. Uh, My favorite part of it was from Monday night raw was uh, the promo John Cena did. Hmm. And then Roman Reigns walked in Yeah, and he's like, Oh, something Holmes. Yeah. Yeah. Roman Reigns. Yeah. Holmes. Holmes. Yeah. Like you fucking. Hey, Roman Reigns got a big ass pop coming out of that crowd. Oh, the very end of the show when he held his hand there, boo. And so then Cena held, Roman's hand, yeah. They're like yeah, and then he's like, "Watch this!" And he held Cena's hand again, yeah. like, boo, and he's like, "God damn it, I, I know!" know. Like, and he's just looking at him like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah motherfucker." Yeah. yeah. The coolest <laughs> thing about Reigns and the I, I read Jr's blog a lot, and he's like, he needs yeah. to discover his voice. I think he has his voice, and I think his voice is a la Rob Van Dam, where it's like, "I'm fucking cool. I'm fucking cooler than you," and that is awesome when yeah. it's a badass. Yeah. You don't have to get the, I'm going to kill you, yeah, Brock yeah. Lesnar, which is awesome. But with him, it's like. <laughs> kind of reminds me. me of this comedian who he said, uh, a lot of people always accuse me of being high all the time. He's like, because I talk so. He goes, it's not because I'm high all the time. It's because I'm fucking cooler than you. Right. <laughs> like, That's just, and Roman Reigns <laughs> talks a little bit like that. Yeah. Now, we know as Smarks that they are writing all of. Uh, the promos sure yeah and it does sound a little rehearsed like to start the show which was another fucking promo but when him and kane kind of had their little back and forth it did sound scripted from roman mm-hmm. i will give him that mm-hmm. or i will give the sure. haters that however when he did the cena thing it's like i like when he's like you're damn right cena sucks when roman reigns is in the building or whatever right, you know yeah, and he's yeah. just like i'm cool man um what impressed me the Love most it. out of this was uh rollins has stepped up his promo game man some of those backstage segments he had like mm-hmm. with uh with Orton and Kane, that yeah, was a good one. Kane, Orton was like, I hate that guy. Yeah. Kane was like, not as much as I hate, I hate you. you. Yeah. And then right. Dean Ambrose, who, I'm going to just oh, say it man. right now. I know people have already said it, but I'm saying it. He is flying Brian Pillman, or Brian yes. Pillman, not yeah. flying Brian Pillman, but that's The loose cannon. Loose cannon. Mm-hmm. I always think of a flying Brian, because I like that name. Yes. But loose cannon, Brian Pillman. Yes. Like, he's so, everything he does, when he even gets hurt, it's fucking cool. Yeah. Like, He's my Dean favorite Ambrose guy right has, now. I, I said this uh, when they first debuted on the All Wrestling.com Week Review. I said, 
Dean Ambrose has more charisma in his pinky finger than half the roster combined. Yep, he's the best. And, I, and we've met the man in person, and yep. I can tell you just there's an air bound that you're like, you had to separate them in uh, the picture. Look at the picture. You yeah, had to separate yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's true. We knew then. Uh, we knew then. <laughs> uh, no, but I mean, there's just something about him. You're like, this guy's like, you got to keep an eye on the guy for a multitude of reasons. Like, I'm scared this guy might go crazy and kick my ass. Mm-hmm. Uh, this guy's just interesting to watch. Like yep. everything he does, I think is interesting. Like when people talk about the Rock having all that charisma, like every move was interesting to watch. Dean Ambrose has that quality, but it's and that's it's one of those crazy. That you can't teach. Oh yeah, it's totally different. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but it's just one of those like. There's something about this guy that you got to like, watch him. I've said, you know, Summer Rae is the best character because she's pulling off multiple storylines being the same person. She did some really cool stuff we with the backstage. We did not talk about the Fandango thing. This is the best yet that Fandango storyline has yeah. been. Yeah. The torn between the two. I mean, oh, first of all, his commentary was, yes, it's in line with his character. Because he's like whispering. Yeah, like, but he didn't say much. I think like an oh, agent yeah. needs to work with him because I think a few tweets could be made there uh-huh. where he can actually talk right. and you can hear him. But he still maintains that I'm Fandango and I'm the best. Yeah, but and then he, I love how he stood on the fucking yeah. announcer's table. He had the hat and yeah. he can't dance, which I just fucking yeah. love. Uh, but then in the backstage segment, when Layla was like, "Oh, did you?" You know, yeah. and he's like, "Oh, baby," but then he goes, he goes "Summer, our rain. dance is so beautiful that no one could ever cut in." I like yeah. that he's always brings it back to dancing. So that's but then Summer Ray, yes, shaking that ass, shaking that, and ass. that ugly ass face and he's, of hers. He was staring at her the whole time when he said, "Oh, it was great." Mm-hmm. I, you know, raw decent. It didn't advance much. Nope, but just continued. It, it made kept us me, down the road we were going. Yep, I think. it made me love the Summer Ray storyline with Fandango and Layla. And Dean Ambrose is the coolest fucking guy yeah. right now. And Roman Reigns is solidifying solidifying yeah. himself as a number one I guy. I think he's out of this whole new youth movement that we've had. I think he's going to be the first guy to be strapped out of it. But I think Dean Ambrose is the best. Yeah, I think With Seth Rollins, yeah. a close, oh, yeah, close right second. There. The, the shield is carrying this. Oh, yeah, definitely. It, the, it's the shield's time. Yep. No. So we're going to take a break. We're going to talk about what I think was the better show of the week. TNA Impact Wrestling. I will say this: there was a better sign. <laughs> That's true. We'll get into that. <laughs> we will get into that when we return to the Spanish announce table. Hey, that's on SpanishAnnounceTable.net. And in 2013, Google went down for five minutes, and in that time, the global internet traffic dropped by 40 percent. TrainingTopicsNetwork.com. Are you depressed, lonely, feeling like the world is taking a greasy shit on your face? Well, you're right. Your life sucks. But I'm about to tell you how you can turn all of that around. You can instantly feel better about your life simply by reading Ugly as Hell, an autobiography by Lester Greystone. In Ugly as Hell, not only does Lester Greystone educate you on topics such as hyphenated names, house liquors, the end of the world, how to properly name a band, how chin remotes work, pre-destroyed pants, what it's like to be an actor, binge drinking, quitting your job, and single wide trailers. He also discusses intimate details about his life and childhood that will leave you with no possible way to ever feel bad about your life again. I mean, once you hear how Lester Greystone has lived, you'll feel like a member of the royal family by comparison. So go to Amazon.com and search for Ugly as Hell by Lester Greystone and let Lester help you get out of the dumps so he can have more room in there for himself. That's Ugly as Hell by Lester Greystone on Amazon.com.
back on the Spanish announce table. Pull that ass, as they say. Oh, I like that. Kudos to Ozone. <laughs> oh, Ozone, yeah. that's right. That's not what I had in mind, oh, but that's, yeah. I miss Ozone. Of course, yeah, Ozone was a good guy. Ozone is a great guy. Yeah. He's not dead. No. <laughs> Inside discussion for us. Yep. So, T-Mac, we're going to talk about TNA. You know what? So, I've been watching a lot of ECW, which I usually always do, but I've been paying attention to it a lot more. Sure. Uh, Through your grown-ass eyes. Right. Uh, but on the network, I've always watched it, but now I'm starting to like really look at it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I forgot Kid Cash. Yeah. Used to be named Mr. TNA, Total Nonstop Action. Really? And who's the fucking guy that Taz replaced on the commentary team? What's that asshole's name? With the bad boys like this. Now he sells merchandise and shit. Don West. Don West. If you watch. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Look oh at this, man. Did it, you see that? Oh, my God. Here oh comes my, Christian. This is down. amazing. Oh, yeah. Look at this. Here comes Christian walking down. Uh, MVP is back. Can you can imagine him now. MVP. Eric Young wins another world title. Oh my god! I love Eric Young's voice. It sounds uh, very soothing. But if you watch Taz's last, oh, night, Eric Young would be his favorite wrestler. Right. I don't know what it is, but I, I really love that guy. Eric I Young. really don't care too much for his wrestling, but he can cut a great promo. <laughs> anyway, anyhow, uh, on. Taz's last night in ECW, when he loses the title in the triple threat to Tanaka and Mike Awesome, he gets pinned by both guys. Mike Awesome's in the crowd, and Paul Heyman's trying to like uh, push him back. The security guard that is helping Paul Heyman push Mike Awesome back, Don West. Uh, <clears throat> there you go. I feel like I ruined my... <clears throat> Goddamn Don West. Look. Yeah. I can't even make fun of the guy without fucking myself up. Man, that's oh, yeah. oh my god. Here we go. We're talking Mike, we've got today. an amazing show for you tonight. And then Mike today is always <laughs> like this. It was great. That, yeah. Oh my god. And not only that, Don. Yeah, <laughs> like he's so reading that, a that, script. Yeah. Oh my god. This it's, is happening. It's Rhino. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he's running what? down. What? Yeah. What is Rhino doing here? Fuck Mike today. Anyway, yeah. let's get in. According to to my script, this is when Rhino runs in. (laughs) Rhino with an eye. All right, so. (laughs) 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 It's Rhino with an eye. Um, Let's get into Angelina Love and Gail Kim had a damn good match, and you said off air. Gail Kim. Okay, so we always want to compare everything to everything, right? Mm -hmm. If you... To me, if you break down women's pro wrestling, to me, Gail Kim is the Shawn Michaels of women's pro wrestling. Yeah. Amazing, she's the entire package. The entire package. Great looking. Great looking. Great wrestling. Amazing wrestling. Good on the mic. Great on the mic. Good storyteller. Good storyteller. What else do you need? But underappreciated. Underappreciated. Shawn Michaels now is understood. But right. in 1993, let's all be honest with ourselves. He was the guy, but we always looked to Diesel or mm-hmm. to... Uh, Hogan, or you know what I mean, Steel Hopper. Yeah, <laughs> but Gail Kim is the Shawn Michaels of women's pro dumpster drills. Yeah, she's yeah. amazing. No, and you said she could wrestle a broomstick and have a great match. I really feel that, which way. she did. Yeah. Oh! <laughs> oh! 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 Tacky tattoos. Nice, I love it. That one just popped in my head. Anyway, so uh, <laughs> um, let's see. Let's jump around here. Austin Aries is going to get a. Uh, so he comes down to Kurt Angle, and he's like, look, uh, you know what MVP never did for me was give me my rematch for the X Division title. And he's like, so you created option C, and you're thinking you can win the X Division title back, use option C at Destination X coming up, get your world title shot. And he's like, yep, let's go. Yep, you got me. Like, yeah. What do you, yeah, so what about it? 
He's going to get an X Division title match next week against Sonata. Now, we haven't watched the spoilers. I think you saw one, but I don't yeah, think Yeah, I've only it. watched one spoiler um, or seen one. So spoiler. I don't know. Some of you might already know what's going on here, but I'm excited. And don't tweet the table about that because I want to try to stay as spoiler free. Saying spoiler free in. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't rhyme with yeah. free. So. Uh, that's interesting. I'm excited about that, and I, I, I'd rather see it around Austin Aries' waist than fucking Sonata. I guess this guy Sonata even signed a contract. He's going to be working for TNA a lot more. Well, if he can get a storyline, yeah. yeah. The Wolves and DJZ and uh, Jesse and the Menagerie of Nux and the Freak had a triple threat tag team title match. Uh, I guess I forgot Nux is a big motherfucker. He made Rob Terry look small. Mm-hmm. Rob fucking Terry with both his first names he fucking made him yeah. look small Rob Terry <laughs> sounds like a country artist Rob fucking Terry quit stealing all the first names yeah. freak yeah um, he should write some country music with Luke Bryan he didn't get that shit <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly Toby <laughs> Keith yeah. uh, he, he didn't get that shit tattooed on him right that's fucking like Albert style no I don't know oh man I don't know can he never come back as Rob Terry? That, that, no, he could never come back as Rob Terry. <laughs> yeah, please don't. Yeah, <laughs> no, he can't. Sorry. Please don't. But the Wolves, I mean, it's a good match. The Wolves came out on top. I mean, I, I don't see them losing those tag titles for a while. You know, we would we used to praise the TNA tag team division, but yeah, they're kind of in the same it's boat. Now too. It's the Wolves and uh, the Bromans. And, and the Menagerie throws some people together. Yeah, sometimes. Yeah. 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 Tag team wrestling across the board. What are you going to do? Even in NXT, they've got the Ascension. And some other uh, guys. And I guess that uh, the, the Mex- VOD villains are now out. And, or the Mexican guys with the mask. Oh, well, no, but uh, uh, what's-his-name is going by himself now because uh, what's-his-name isn't. Uh, no one followed you because all you said is what's-his-name. No, the fucking <laughs> Callisto is wrestling by himself because uh, I forget what they called him, but oh. Rodriguez isn't. Uh, oh, he's not doing it. Uh, he wasn't. I don't know if he's back. I haven't, right, to be honest, I haven't watched NXT in a couple weeks. Ah. Been too busy. Um, Brittany. Turn. The heel turn. Finally. About, about I liked it, too. I, something about Brittany, like, it, it feels like I'm watching. I'm like, I think she's flustered and not and just saying memorized lines, but it seems like she's legitimately crazy. So I don't know if it's an act or she's just that way and it just seems to work. Right. Heavy set, let me know, because he's watched her a lot on the indie scene. So let us know if that's. Yeah, if that's her or style, that's her or if that's just how yeah. it's it's magically working because mm-hmm. it fits the character. But I like her line of "Never meet your heroes because they always disappoint." Mm-hmm. That was good. And I saw the tweet table, and we'll get to it right now because I don't know if you picked it or not. Because for those who don't know, Captain Awesome picks them, and I just react to them. Uh, Madison Raid's fucking ugly. Yeah, she's. I don't like her at all. Ew. She's got a nice body. No. She's a butterface. Ugh. She's, She's a, a butter face. Butter everything. She's a foot face. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. Kevin Bacon can go stir her echo somewhere right. else. I love that line. I uh, mean, I bang her, but... <laughs> <laughs> you know the classic one to ten scale, right? My friends and I, we changed that. We used a numbered scale, but it was how many drinks would I need? <laughs> so the lower the number, the better. Right. Right? Yeah. So if you were a three, well, I'm going to drink three anyway, so what's the problem, right? Right, yeah. If you're a six, mm, like, back. you're probably not bad, but come back know, at one thirty in the right. morning. If you're a zero, that's it. That's what you want. Yeah, you know one. I mean? Well, I'd do a one, I'd do a two, I'd do a three. 
Well, let's be honest at doing six. <laughs> let's let's nine or five six beers. I mean, there's probably not gonna be a hag, but yeah, when you're getting into that. Now again, drinks. What are we talking about? I mean, I'm, it, six rum and cokes. I might take home something I probably didn't want to take home. Nine or ten. I'm good. Yeah, I'm good with nine or ten. With the two ten two. Mm-hmm. She's a uh, she was a two at ten, but a ten at two. <laughs> Is that kind of a yeah. <laughs> Right? Oh, I'm sorry. Yes. If you find her attractive, that's great. <laughs> right. I just don't. Yeah, she's a two at ten, but a ten at two. And then a ten again. She's a two. <laughs> Ooh, get away yeah. from there. Uh MVP, the whole Bobby Roode, Kenny King, the beat down. I love the so they beat him up backstage and then Kurt Angle's back there and he's like, Oh what? Because he tat he tattletailed like he's like telling ass, snitching ass. I mean, like I love yeah. how that was I mean it's good they were just like making fun. He's like I do like Kenny King's good man, and he's like, we don't even need the you know the gear. We can just fight like this right now. Kenny King to me is like a Dean Ambrose, yes, except TNA's version, which yes. is the diet of whatever <laughs> WWE's doing. I I'll, I think TNA's doing some things better. Yeah, but I'm saying as far as that kind of character, yeah, Kenny King's not doing it as well as Dean Ambrose, but he's doing it really well, and it seems genuine. And at least it's a guy who's new. Yeah. That's exactly. getting a push because as much as I like Bobby Lashley and I like Kurt Angle mm-hmm. and you know I'm just, even the Wolves I, I associate with Ring of Honor. Yeah. I, Kenny King was a Ring of Honor guy and I know that yeah, and yeah. everything, but he really is establishing Kenny King now. Yeah, but he was part of good. another tag team that you know yeah. they were the All Night Express, which is right. a good name. You're right. Uh, bring some expresses back into wrestling, right? Right. Rock and roll all midnight. night. Midnight. Uh, EC3 taking on Bully Ray, and early in the night, EC3's like, oh, what? He's like, you know, I don't care how many of his friends he brings back, you know, to help him beat me up. Well, then, in the middle of this table match, we get Rhino appearing, so it's all, oh, here's his old hardcore buddy, he's going to help him, and switcheroo, Rhino goring Bully Ray, allowing EC3 to win that tables match. I instantly thought, though, that Rhino would do that, because if you look at, and me, this is me being super critical and stupid, but if you look at the Rhino character, he's never really been an ECW guy. Right, yeah. Like, when he was in ECW, he was like, fuck yeah. ECW, I'm with yeah, TNN. Right. And then when he did the invasion angle, he was with ECW. But he then threw he, away that EC belt and right, burned it. Yeah. He's always been like the fuck you ECW guy. Yeah. It would be like I if just, Cyrus came back. I just... Remember uh, Cyrus? For, no. You don't remember Cyrus? No. Oh, my God. I just, for whatever reason, don't and have never cared about Rhino. I like the intensity. I'm a huge mark... For the the big fight feel and yeah, the I'm gonna true. fucking kill him and I'm a huge mark for that and he brings that out but he, he can't put a wrestling match. Together. I did like the storyline of him when he was dealing with his alcoholic demons and everything. Who was that against? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That was in TNA. Really? I think it was. Oof, I wasn't paying attention. Yeah. Uh, Tweet but the like, table. Hey, idiots! I like that. Hey, I <laughs> I knew the never give up. You guys need to. Fucking make a hashtag about that. Who hey, idiots? That's a good one from Captain. Um, but I, you know, Rhino has cool moments. Remember when he speared Jericho through the uh, SmackDown uh, set? Yes. You know that intensity I've always liked. Yeah. But it's always the spots. Yeah. If I you, don't care about the Rhino character. Right. Rarely ever. Right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Bobby Lashley took on EY, and EY still can't get. Over, and I like this because let's add some believability to this, and it's good to now they can get EY out of that title picture. He had his rematch. Mm-hmm. And they can move on because it's clearly Bobby Roode, and he's going to be battling for that. Uh, and and yeah, like yeah, you can put up a valiant effort, but in a fair fight, Bobby Lashley's going to kick your ass. I mean, let's just be honest here. And I think the only thing that I would suggest 
Lashley doing to help him out? And because his the criticism of him is very fair. It's uh, there's no emotion in his face. It's going through the motions. Yes, but he needs some acting class, right? I think. Now his wrestling is good. Yeah, he has good wrestling oh, yeah. matches. I say I would tell him, hey man, look at Brock Lesnar. Just try to do like look at early Brock Lesnar before he got the penis tattooed on his chest. Look at that Brock Lesnar. It's a penis. Try to do I didn't that. Think about it being you a never penis. Really, oh in MMA, that's what they all oh I got the guy not with the penis on his chest. Hey, dick chest. Yeah, hey, dick chest. <laughs> I don't got you. I got the other guy. Got Alistair in this one or Kane Velasquez. Um but look at that Brock Lesnar and try to dick emulate chest that. Brock Lesnar. Yeah. There you go. But the highlight of the night of TNA. Oh my God! Was B double? Oh my God! Being the coolest dude in the world. Yep. Bringing a hashtag tweet the table sign, and that shit was plastered, especially all over the main event. Yep. Just fucking right there Everywhere. in camera view, like, hey, hey, motherfuckers! Oh my God! Oh, I loved amazing. it. I just couldn't like. I was just like, oh, oh, and I'm watching it by myself, so I'm like, please, somebody walk by right, right now. Yeah. I'm like, fuck. If that was you amazing. Were, if you were there, I would have gave you a high five and a hug. And told you thank you, because that was so nice of you. Uh, I said this on the AllWrestling.com weekend review with Dan the Cannon. Oh, my God. I said, <laughs> dude, you could have, I said to B-Double, I said, dude, you could have made any sign knowing how great your seats were and that it was guaranteed to get on TV, and you chose one of them to, to help our show. That's fucking amazing. That is amazing. It's super cool. Oh, my God. Yeah. And there's been other people that have done amazing things for us. We're oh, not absolutely. saying like this is the number one. No. But this is something that you think like, oh, that would be so cool if a fan listener right. did that. And they yeah. did. We didn't yeah. ask them. Yeah, no, we never asked them specifically. Like, we never heard, hey, you're going to do this. I mean, we'd said it before, like, hey, it'd be cool if somebody would do that. Right, but, like, but that's just an ask. All right. That, was, that amazing. was amazing, dude. All right. We done? Yeah, TNA was good. I like it this decent. week. Yeah. I like their storylines. I lines. really I just like the liked things it. they're doing. I like, okay, everything was, but I just love the fucking sign. <laughs> yeah. The only thing that really kept me going from from uh, segment to segment was how many times I'm going to see the tweet the table sign, <laughs> <I liked laughs> which it. made me interested in the the story. That's true, yeah, because you're watching, waiting, yeah. Yeah. All right, so we're going to take a break. We're going to come back and we're going to do that Dan the Cannon interview. Yeah, yeah, and we get into it. We do get into it. Lots of little golden nuggets. Oh man, sprinkled throughout that interview. You're going to love it. Hashtag Tweet Table, tell us what you think about it. You see the positive impatient of one guy and the aggravated just bitterness of another one. I love it. And you put together who that is. Yeah, gee. Dilemmas. <laughs> hmm, all right. That's all when we return to the Spanish Announce Table, which, as usual, is on SpanishAnnounceTable.net. And an unnamed species of fly was named after Beyonce because of its glamorous golden butt. It's now called Bootylicious Fly. Oh my god. TrinityTopicsNetwork.com Baseball fans, this is a heavy hitter here to invite you to check out the Fielder's Choice Podcast. It's the podcast for all baseball fans to get all the latest news, rumors, and injuries, no matter where you live. You can find the Fielder's Choice Podcast at heavyhitternetwork.com. That's heavyhitternetwork.com. So now that you know, help the podcast grow and tell all your friends about it. You can find the show in iTunes 
by searching Heavy Hitter Network. Or for Android users, go get it on Podcast Addict or many other podcast apps. It's the Fielder's Choice Podcast, where we step in the chatterbox and swing for the fences. Find it today at heavyhitternetwork.com. Welcome to the second hour-ish of the Spanish Announce Table on SpanishAnnounceTable.net and TrendingTopicsNetwork.com. Fuck yeah. You know what I'm going to do in the second hour or two? Why not? Why not? If you don't like it, keep listening. We said this show is not safe for work and not safe for pretty much anything. So, second hour, and this is uh, when we have interviews. This is when we do the interviews, and this is an interview. This is an interview. <laughs> this is an interview. <laughs> Here it goes. <laughs> so, we've talked about this guy many a times, and I try to, uh, whenever uh, I speak of something that this gentleman has said and made a good point, I always try to plug his show, the AllWrestling.com Week in Review. It's the man, the myth, the legend, Dan the Cannon. You Ooh, like that? Wow. God damn, I'm good. Call totally planned that. Yeah, I totally down. 100% planned that. Dan, you on the line with us? Yes, sir. It's an honor to be here. Thanks for having me, my man. It is an honor to have you on, sir. So that now that we can... Now that we can get into this interview <laughs> part, let me start. So, right. Dan, I came into this whole realm of the all-wrestling weekend review blind. I know Tim. Me and Tim work together here at the radio station. He told me about the podcast, and I just came into this as you are the leader of this week in <laughs> wrestling. So how did that happen? Because I have no idea how you got to this spot. i got to tell you, T-Mac, that is a long story. <laughs> but to try to make that long story short, I found it by accident. I said I just received a new piece of technology that uh, kind of like a podcast player that I got specifically for XM Radio to have in my car. And I realized that I could start, this is before, iPhones, mind you, or at least before I had one, mm-hmm. and I could upload podcasts to it, and this way I could w- listen to wrestling on the road. Are you kidding me? It was like the match made in heaven. So mm-hmm. I would start uploading all these podcasts, uh, came across the, what was then, Impact Wrestling Week in Review, and this is after searching through about five or six that I really didn't care for. And on this one, I heard a bunch of just colorful voices. It was kind of a real short show, but I thoroughly enjoyed it, started contributing on it, met some really great guys through it. We started our own podcast called The Impact Players, kept that up and running, and the then host and owner, the architect, Mark Peary, said, all right, Dan, if you could keep this going and sustain it and show me that you can do it on a weekly basis, maybe we could talk about you taking over this show because I'm kind of losing my passion. I want to get out of it, but by no means do I want to close up shop. And so, lo and behold, a few months later, he got in touch with me and said, you ready to do this? And I said, hell yeah, I am. Let's... Let's do it. Now, I was extremely nervous, but became host of the show, and the rest is history. Now, when you were contributing uh, as a caller, did you have a gimmick? I I know a lot of these guys that I'm listening to have gimmicks, and uh, I was wanting to know, did you have one, or were you always Dan the Cannon? Just Dan the Cannon, and in all honesty, it just rhymes with my last name, so (laughs) it was always the name I called myself. You know, we grew up watching boxing, and you'd have some guy with this cool nickname. Nothing rhymes with my last name, and I was like, Cannon. Cannon rhymes with my last name, and it always stuck from a young age, and I thought it was the perfect time to dust it off for the Week in Review when I started calling, and not too many people were calling it, maybe three or four callers, nobody had music on the show, 
I was the first person to start using music, and I got really into it. And a lot of people who contribute over the years, it becomes addictive, and you mm-hmm. want to outdo yourself the next time. Right. And I always just tried to step my game up one step further. And, yeah, it just kind of all snowballed. But, no, I've always been DTC, Dan the Cannon. Uh, no gimmicks necessary, kind of like Chris Candido. <laughs> Funny you like mentioned that. that. Uh, T-Mac discussed that exact same storyline in our opening segment in the news. He talked about Chris Candido yeah. and the no gimmicks. Chris Candido was just yeah. amazing. But anyhow, I'll let you go ahead. So, uh, that, God, that's going on, what, a good four to five years now that you started that. Am I am I right on that one? Yeah, over yeah. a half a decade in the podcast game. Never, If you would have asked me that six years ago, I would have been like, what is a podcast, number one? Number two, <laughs> right? I will never be a host. And number three, to keep it going this long, it's... I don't even know how it's happened. I just I don't want to fail anybody or myself. So yeah, it's it's, it's a pretty solid run here. Did you have any uh, broadcast experience before that, or were you were you coming Sato. in blind? See, I'm I'm trying to speak Spanish for your show. Sato. <laughs> <laughs> I had zero yeah. experience. Actually, the first time I called Mark Peary's show, if anyone goes back and listen, I was honestly hyperventilating. No joke. <laughs> I was hyper. I, I hung up the phone and I almost had a panic attack. It was insane. It can be rough at times. It can be like uh, you know when you're when the mic's in front of you and you're like, I gotta go. And you do your show famously. Uh, you do it. I mean, obviously it's tape, but you do it live to tape. There's no post editing or anything like that. You do it and you package it up and send it off, right? One shot from the hip, unscripted, uncensored. Never listen to the phone calls in advance. I like to give spontaneous reactions, and I pride myself on that because a lot of people can do radio, but not a lot of people can do unedited radio. And it's it's certainly one of my calling cards. Hopefully, it goes down in my legacy when it's all said and done. We've all, we've even tried to model that ourselves. Like we do ours live tape. The only editing is if we do have a massive power failure or something like that. Our this radio station is famous for uh, having the best equipment money can buy in 1992. Yeah. So we shit. you know it'll, it'll <laughs> often just stop randomly as we're recording. So there's a little bit of that. But but um, so how did you? So you're a wrestling fan for a long time, as you've told the story on your show. But give some of our listeners. Uh, how did you get into wrestling? What was the first thing that that popped you? Oh man, I. I've been watching wrestling longer than my cognitive brain can even <laughs> comprehend. I mean, it's we're going back to over 30 years from WrestleMania 1. I often tell this story is I watched WrestleMania 1 because my brothers had ordered it on pay-per-view. It took me years down the road to realize the fact that I had watched it because I was so young, my brain couldn't even wrap around what WrestleMania was. Mm-hmm. But when I go back and I remember the... Uh, the main matches on that card. I'm like, holy crap, I did watch that, and wow. But first match ever that hooked me was a four-horseman match. And what really hooked me is an old world-class championship wrestling. I Was it world-class? It was the gentleman Chris Adams and Michael P.S. Hayes. Mm. Uh, Chris Adams it was dressed up in a mask as some ham and eggers scrub, some pin-me-pay-me-job squad member. And Michael PSAs was just laughing his ass off at this mass superstar. Of course, if you were hip to the game back then, he was in a feud with Chris Adams. Well, long story short, he got super kicked in the face, which is his infamous finisher from sure. Chris Adams. And I just thought it was so cool that this mass superstar was really this other guy. And it was just the, the grandeur of it all just sucked mm-hmm. me in. I was a fan from the first time I watched it, and I have never looked back, never missed a week my entire life on this earth. Of course, unless wow. I've been in places I didn't want to be. <laughs> right, yes. So going into the being a fan and now, you know, the, the podcast uh, thing you're doing now, but before you got into the podcast, was being a pro wrestler something you wanted to do or being a writer? What what was your avenue? I, I ask this a lot of the non-wrestling, uh, non-wrestling fans that aren't wrestlers is what I'm trying to say. 
But what, what avenue did you take before you got into the podcast world? None, to be honest with you. But I will say this. I've always had a huge regret that shows like Tough Enough and, oh, I don't know, the Internet existed back in my teens where mm-hmm. really these guys like The Miz had a huge platform to, to really ply their, their passion. Mm-hmm. When I was growing up, that just wasn't an option. You barely even heard of any training schools or wrestling schools when I was a kid. And I really wish I would have been born about 15 years later because I certainly would have pursued that with with a heavy heart. But unfortunately, by the time I got older and all those streams opened up, I was already too old and I knew it. And I had back problems and a life to live. So, I mean, if I go back and do it all over again, if there's one thing I'd love to do, it would be an, a writer or a manager. I would love to be a mouthpiece out there. But, I mean, that's fantasy land. And it's never going to happen. Well, with that writing kind of passion, or, or as far as the mindset of you know looking at storylines, does that help you with all of these calls? Because I've listened to a few shows, and your shows are close to four hours long, and literally you're getting every single type of fan's uh, call, yeah, yeah. and you're supposed to react to it. Is what is it that makes you? I I, I don't want to say creative, but what makes you think of all of these different responses to the one million calls you get every week? That's a great question that I don't have an answer for. I don't know. <laughs> I stumped I, I always, yeah. I, I just shoot from the hip. It's it's the little gift God gave me. I don't have much, but I I can react quickly to questions. And because I've been watching for so long, what I always say is, look, anyone can talk about wrist locks and head locks. I like to talk about all the psychological angles and and what makes the game tick. I I really look at it from a psychological perspective. And when you take that approach, you could answer any question because I ask myself a simple question. Why is this working or why isn't it working? And on the flip side of that, how can we make it better and improve on it? And it's always done through psychology. That's a thing that a lot of people don't understand. They look at this industry through titles and accolades. And I look at it through, did you tell me a story? Did you make me feel something? And when I go back, I never remember who won and lost at a specific pay-per-view. I remember what I felt. And that sounds cheesy and, and cliche, but it's the God's honest truth. I always go by feelings, and not, those are my memories. That's what I latch on to. So regarding your show, Dan, um, we've talked about it a couple times here on the show. Just since, I mean, we have a lot of crossover listenership, and uh, I try to, like I said, I'll when you've said something, because you do have that uh, different take on it, uh, you'll bring up something that I never thought of. So when we're discussing it, I'll say, man, Dan the Cannon on the AllWrestling.com Week Review said this. And so I try to explain to some of the listeners what that show is to try to help hopefully drive anybody that's listening to us and not you over that way. But uh, I can only do it so much justice. How would you describe the show to somebody who's never heard it? Oh, It's, a, it's an assemblage of the greatest wrestling fans from all around the world, uh, given 90-second takes on the week that was. Or... Uh, years gone by that's the beauty of the show it really is a box of chocolates you never know what you're going to get and it's it's only limited by the imagination of the callers and i like to think that the callers give me an inch and i take a yard and make the absolute most out of it because there's always an underlying theme to everybody's phone call and and what that theme is i never know until i hit the play button and that's what makes the show so fun for me is is one week we could be talking about wrestlemania 10 and the next week we could be talking about Earl Ebner. I mean, it's just, mm-hmm. it could be so many different things. It's crazy. 
So right now, from an outsider's perspective, I'm like I said, I'm still just now getting into this world of the all wrestling week in review. But it seems like to me that this is really the sweet spot. Like when we look back five years, we're gonna say, man, this time period, everyone was contributing. Dan, you were on fire with all these great ideas. But what's your current goals right now for the show? Is it just to keep it going and keep the train moving, or do you have any? ideas now because you've done it for so long that maybe you want to take this show different avenues if it's not broken don't fix it it's a simple philosophy i really do feel that we have a true niche that nobody's really carved out in the game a lot of these podcasts are are reliant on the strength of their interviews or the week that was wrestling for I mean, was it a good week or off it wasn't oh what are we going to talk about are we going to bitch and complain for three hours because the product sucks that's what I love about the show is, is I don't need to go fishing for interviews. Uh, I don't need to worry about peddling it and propaganda and playing 20,000 commercials throughout the show. I'm just there to talk wrestling with my friends. And if we made a great show three, four hours later, I'm happy about it. But I can't tell you. There's been so many times where I've beaten myself up after a show. It's not even funny. I'm <laughs> super critical on myself. And all I want to do is elevate my game not get played out, because I think a lot of people have X amount of material, goes for musicians and actors alike. They only mm-hmm. have so many moves in their in their bag of tricks. Exactly. I, I just want to keep it fresh and keep it going, because even though it's the show's been around for a long time, there really hasn't been a show that's come around that's been like it, and I think that's the beauty of it. So as far as long-term growth, uh, it's it's in the hands of the fans. It always has been, and it always will be. I'm just there to talk to them. Well, describe kind of how you are as a wrestling fan. You know, for people that have listened to this show enough, they understand the kind of uh, aggravated, just bitter, I'm not old, but bitter man that I am (laughs) about the product and how I can just, uh, one of the things is I'm trying to be positive and patient, which is not working out at all, (laughs) but I'm trying so hard. But how would you describe yourself as a wrestling fan? I think anyone who's listened to the show knows that I'm probably one of the most optimistic people you're ever going to be, sometimes to a fault, just sickening. Uh, but if, in order to continue to watch wrestling over a long period of time, you have to find the silver lining. Captain knows I talk about that all the time. Mm-hmm. Was it a crappy week? Sure it was. But here's some good things that happened. And as long as you could watch through those through that optimistic lens and goggles, you're going to be okay. I can't tell you how many times I see people bitching and moaning <laughs> about things that don't even matter. Like, oh, my God, John Cena won a title again. Who cares? It's a prop. That's it, it. I mean, it's, that's not what wrestling is about. It's a team effort. When I watch it, I look at it as, as what are they talking about behind the scenes? Because uh, you know it's a collective effort. These guys are, are working together for the betterment of the product. And if, if X and Y and Z got the job done, well, then to me it was a successful show, regardless of the outcome of any of the matches. That just doesn't matter to me. I like that Captain gets the both positive from you and the absolute negative from me. <laughs> yeah, so it's, it's, it's such a, a great dichotomy. balance. Yeah. Yeah. It's very such a So you'd mentioned before it was called the Impact Wrestling uh and it was impactwrestling.com it was Impact Wrestling Week in Review. Walk uh, some of us through how why that changed because that was an interesting story uh for me at least. Yeah, formerly Impact Wrestling which we now know is is property of Total Nonstop Action mm-hmm. and Good reason for that. They actually bought it from Mark Peary. Now, what the eventual price and outcome was is a number I do not know. I don't want to know. That's Mark Peary's business. But uh, obviously, when they were trying to rebrand, they uh, approached Mark and they asked him if if they could purchase it. And whatever terms and agreements they came to, 
the deal was done, and the rest is history. And we wound up scrambling for what the eventual new name was going to be, and and Mark decided on all wrestling. It wasn't my first choice, but it was his deal, and it, it it is what it is. What was your first choice? Excuse me, what'd you say? I said, what was your first choice? Be honest, T-Mac, I can't even remember at this point. <laughs> to, to me, it was probably something what I thought was clever, but really was just not marketable. It is bland and vanilla as all wrestling is. It kind of speaks for itself. My only problem is we don't really talk about the indie scene, so we can't really claim mm-hmm. all wrestling. But back then, it re- there really wasn't a prominent indie scene either. And I think when people tune in, uh, they, they see. I mean, we, well, we do talk all wrestling all day and all night. There is yeah. no doubt about that. And that is up to some of the fans. I mean, if the fans want to call in and talk about indies, you'd talk about it. That's some of the beauty of that show is it's their take. As long as they're not being a troll and vulgar, you'll discuss what they want to talk about on that show. It is free reign, carte blanche. You call it like you see them, and, and I try to peck, peck it off. That's, whatever people want to talk about is where the show goes. That's why I love it. Well, why, how do you keep yourself educated? You know, for example, Cataclysmic, perfect example. Cataclysmic uh, brought up to us uh, the Bullet Club out there in New Japan Pro Wrestling. I have no real idea at the time. I had no real idea of what they were. So I just blatantly just told Cataclysm. I was like, hey, man, inform me because I'm dumb as shit when it comes to this. <laughs> Tell me what this is about. So for you, there, how do you make sure that if you get an indie question, you're going to answer the indie question? Or if you get a TNA question, you're going to answer the TNA question? Well, see, that's the beauty of of being DTC, I just answer it in a very vague scope <laughs> and transition to a different topic. I'll be honest, there's sometimes people call and I really have no idea what they're talking about. It, I mean, it happens once in a blue moon, but indie, as people know, it's not really my strength, and it could be if I wanted it to be, but mm-hmm. to be honest, if if you're worth watching, you're eventually going to show up on my television screen, right. and I, I'm not going to hunt you out. It's just, it's not my style. I'm, I'm into production, top-notch storytelling, and you're just usually not going to find that on the indie scene. Now, don't get me wrong. I've always said, when Ring of Honor gets good again, let me know, and I'll check it out, and I'm an avid Ring of Honor fan, but... I'm not going to watch backyard wrestling. It's just not my deal. I mean, if someone calls about it, though, I'll get educated on it, and I'll come up with an opinion next week. Good. I like that because that's the one thing that I find is difficult with with this show for me, uh, speaking frank, is you know, there's a lot where I'm like, I don't fucking care about the the divas, right? You know what I mean? But we've got to talk about the fucking divas (laughs) because Brie Bella quit or something. (laughs) And I'm like, God damn it, you know? And and so for you, I could only imagine because you're literally getting every angle. Like you said, Earl Hebner, tell me about that. And then another guy, Cena won the title again, tell me about that. And you're like, son of a... When I listen to you, I'm just like, son of a bitch. I would just be yelling by like (laughs) the fifth call. (laughs) So, Dan, I mean... I've always said that, yeah, i got a life to live. I, I can't right. leave my mom's basement yeah. and watch 19 different promotions all fucking day. It's just not going to happen. <laughs> yeah. If something prevalent is happening, enough people will talk about it, and I'll YouTube it. Right. Uh, but, uh, but usually it doesn't. I mean, the fact of the matter is, is people love to over-glorify the indie scene and undervalue WWE and TNA. Mm-hmm. Uh, but when you put it in focus... If you're a damn good wrestler and worker, you will wind up on my television screen by hook or by crook. Mm-hmm. Hey, uh, speaking of uh, having a life to live, uh, if I hadn't uh, previously told you myself, Dan, T-Mac recently got uh, married oh! to his longtime valet, as he called her, uh, Whitney. <laughs> valet, that's a so, great... So congratulations, Dan, if I haven't told you that personally myself. I can't remember if I did, but... 
I appreciate that, Captain. Thank you very much. Yeah, but the married life's going pretty good, if I do say so myself. Yeah, been I'm so happy I finally took the leap, and only regret is I didn't do it sooner, to well, be honest. That's what I was say. It's been a long time coming, hasn't it? Real long time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> a lot longer than the missus probably would have liked. <laughs> I just like that you called her a valet. That's awesome. <laughs> the hottest valet in the history of man. Absolutely. And some women might be listening and say, oh, that is so. No, that's awesome. That's <laughs> a great mean. term for from a pro wrestling fan. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> So well, Whitney loves being my valet. That's the beauty of it. Is, is she calls herself my valet. It could be fun for role playing. Trust me. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, you couldn't have got this far in this if you didn't have a supportive uh, significant other. So uh, I'm glad you found that, Dan. I'm glad you found that. Thank you very much. Guys. All right, let's get off this sappy shit and get in some good let's, shit here. Let's roll into <laughs> what we like to do: uh, is cinco preguntas, Dan. We ask uh, this, every guest the same five questions, so we can hear the varied responses and compare them and so on. And these are, like I said, they're not rapid fire, so you can expand upon it. You can have multiple answers if need be. And we might ask you a couple follow-ups. And so uh, let's just roll into it. You ready? I am ready. Cinco preguntas. All right, Dan, first pregunta, as it were. Who's your favorite wrestler of all time? Oh, man. Yeah, I know. me a soft pitch first. Right? (laughs) It's a tough one to answer, and we get multiples all the time on this one because there's with so many different eras, it's hard to pin down. Yeah, I've one. always said I like the agents of change. People have come along and really flipped the game on its ear. And uh, for that reason, that is a tough question. Mm-hmm. Well, what's some of the ones that stick out that might be who you're drawing from? What's the talent pool that you're going to look at? See, I give Jeff Jarrett more uh, credit than most people do. I mean, Jeff has been at the forefront of a lot of my favorite memories. I CM think- Punk, obviously. A team that just left the room when you mentioned Jeff Jarrett. This guy hates Jeff Jarrett. I hate Jeff Jarrett. Oh, my God, I hate him. But that's hey, your opinion. Go ahead. But he's changed the game forever, T-Mac. I mean, that's the thing is not too many people have, have changed, shaped the industry like Jeff Jarrett has, and I, I can't help but respect that. And but standing to do it. But talking about in-ring working and storytelling, oh, man, it's it's tough because I don't like to group people as favorites because at one point in their careers, I have soured on them at one time. Oh, sure, that's yeah. part of being a wrestling fan, right? I mean, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. you lo- love them today, hate them tomorrow. I uh, hated Bradshaw. When he was doing the, the Bradshaw Cowboy gimmick, I said, get this guy off my TV. You can't get him off fast enough. And then he turned into the wrestling god that we call him. You know, he turned into one of the best workers they had. So, I mean, that's out there. Yeah, they, people can grow and change over the time. That's for sure. You're one storyline away, one gimmick away from being the next big thing. Now, everyone knows I'm a huge Brock Lesnar fan. Just because, to me, he personifies what a wrestler should be. I mean, he is the one guy, if you run into a dark alley, you are walking the other way. He will scare the crap out of you on sightseeing. And to me, that's what a wrestler should be. As much as I love the Fandangos of the world, a professional wrestler should be Brock Lesnar. Yeah, because when you get them on the TV and they're they're doing television with, like, you know, Regis and Kelly or whatever, you want them to look mm-hmm. intimidating. So very good point. You've often said uh, on your show that uh, if I wouldn't be afraid to steal a cheeseburger out of this guy's hand, what makes me think, you know, I'm right. afraid to take the belt from him? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. If, if, if you sh- the thing is, if you want to take my bar stool or my beer, and I'm going to let you, you're a badass motherfucker. Right. right. Yeah. If I'm going to slap you back, well, then chances are I'm, I'm, it's hard to, to fear that guy. So you better come up with a new trick. Now, Jericho and Punk would probably be my other two guys as well. I just I love what those guys do. You were also very high on a guy that we were never very high on uh, in a man by the name of Monty Brown. Run us through that because you're, you're adamant. And I think we've even had 
uh, a discussion about the this. TNA? Back and forth. Yeah. The guy that used to sniff the ropes? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that guy. He's the biggest <laughs> badass in the world, man. I love Monty Brown. Uh, and thanks for bringing that up, Captain. I don't know how he escaped my mind. Probably my favorite gimmick in wrestling history because... <laughs> and let me tell you why. It, it's I always loved his explanation. It's, it's like the Discovery Channel or National Geographic. We're out in the Serengeti and I'm the alpha male. Say no more. And I just... I always love, are you not entertained? He just understand what it was to have a gimmick and be larger than life. And he just popped off my television screen. I loved his pounce. I loved everything about the guy. Now, was he the best? Did he wow us with his in-ring prowess? Probably not. But when he picked up the microphone, I was entertained, and I thanked him every time for it. I used to pay $10 a week to watch TNA. Wow. When it was only on pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. And a large part of the reason was so I could see Monty Brown. I really thought he was TNA's rock. And I still do. I think he was that damn good. And I wish we could have seen what he would have ultimately went on to be. I did like his finisher. His finisher yeah. was pretty cool. I, I will give you that. But All right. If, so Go ahead. If you can't... If you... Say the pounce. You guys know what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Pounce. Yeah. If, if, if you say that, don't get a smile on your face. There's something wrong with you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, second question. Let's uh, We'll get into this one. Another uh, softball, your favorite match of all time. Oh, man, I would love to hear the variance and the answers you guys have mm-hmm. received on this one because I'm sure everyone's always scrambling for something just so clever i think like we might be clever. doing a best of cinco preguntas mm-hmm. while i'm on vacation so you might get that chance right yeah, yeah. Uh, i will definitely check that out yeah. uh, for me though i gotta tell you as far as long-term memories my favorite match was cm punk versus john cena i'm not afraid to say it money in the bank 2011 one of the best storylines best mm-hmm. builds and best payoffs in wrestling history a great match and a great crowd you were there weren't you i was there live in attendance it was oh awesome. wow it was just you could just feel the the intensity in the building, man. It was just the roof was about to explode. And I was, it was actually the day after I had gotten engaged to Whitney. So it was just a magical weekend already as it was. And then to parlay with that, meeting Deep Dish Dave out there in Chicago, it was an awesome experience. And everybody was on their feet. You just don't get that in today's day and age to where the entire crowd uh-huh. is, number one, biased, and number two, entirely invested. Well, quick question about that event, because one rumor that I always heard is the, the CM Punk Best in the World t-shirt. Were they, like, selling that for, like, 70 bucks a shirt or something? Was that true? Because I heard that, and I was like, that can't be true. $70 for a t-shirt? But then they're like, yeah, that's what happened. That's what I was reading, at least. Yeah, and the next day, they were going for $500 on eBay. Jesus, America. I mean, I, I was <laughs> a long time. It took me months after after the fact, not to of kicking myself in the ass, saying, man, if I would have just bought 10 T-shirts, I could have paid for this whole trip. And <laughs> yeah, Right. Exactly. I, it just killed me because Dave and I was like, well, should we go out to the merch stand? Now let's just sit here and chat. And there was like five different times where we had said to each other, let's go get a CM Punk shirt. We're like, no, they'll be there. And, of course, they weren't. Mm. And I will forever regret not picking up, like, all of them. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right, we'll roll into the third question. Uh, who would you say is your biggest influence in what you do? This one's a little bit more tougher since... You know, normally we're talking to wrestlers and they have, you know, who brought them along. But do you have anybody that's influenced you, say, the most or anything in what you do as, as a uh, podcast legend, as it were? Well, I got to tell you, growing up, I probably got into talk radio before most people do. In Chicago, there's a, where I'm from, my town, Chi-Town, hmm. there's a great AM station called The Score. Totally independent. I think now it's owned by NBC, if I'm not mistaken. 
and I was just captivated by talk radio. I, I just I've always enjoyed the written and spoken word, and I always just love listening to. It. I've never been a big music guy. I've always been in my car listening to talk radio, and through the years. The names have changed, but I always appreciate a host who gets it. And and right now, current date, a lot of people hate this guy, but for me, I love him. Colin Cowherd, I think he's one of the best at what he does, and no one gives him the credit he deserves. He's a one-man band. He sits there on a lonely microphone and produces a four-hour show every single fucking day. Until you've done this game, you just can't say how hard that is to do, and do it in a compelling way in an intelligent way, where you bring true pop culture into your arguments, you bring the full panoramic view, and you deliver an opinion that other guys don't. Colin Cowherd is that guy right now, and I listen to him every morning. I love him. Yeah, I think he is great, although he hates pro wrestling, and that he makes does. me want to kill him. about wrestling. Yeah, There's I, many I, times where I just want to <laughs> punch him in the right, right. Yeah, he calls I us. hate when he talks, but he just doesn't get it. You're right. Yeah, but I, to your credit, that's impressive every day, because we do this show, and it generally runs you know, two to three hours, and it takes me, you know, all day I'm prepping for that show around other things I'm doing and we're here for 5 hours mm-hmm. just recording yep. alone and then the next day I'm piecing it together, putting it up online. I mean, it takes I probably spend 10 to 12 hours per week, if not more than that, yeah. just for the one show per week. So I couldn't imagine every day he's got to live that. Right. Yeah. And by himself. I mean, there's just not many single commentators out there. It's it's a lot easier when you can bounce it off of somebody, but to sit there and do it yourself. Oh, yeah. I mean, the content of the show is driven by you and you alone. Either you brought the goods today or you didn't, and mm-hmm. you could fall on your face at, at any given time. It's just it's so much easier said than done. And to keep the arguments fresh the way he does, I just think it's pretty amazing. Uh, yeah. Jim Rome, another guy. A lot of yeah. people have told me over the years, uh, you got a very Jim Rome-esque feeling to you, the way you handle the community and the show, et cetera. I think Jim Rome has, has really built an amazing career for himself when he should have otherwise just fallen off. I mean, he got dumped unceremoniously from ESPN, but with a stiff upper lip, he just kept going straight ahead. And look at him today, still making millions of dollars, living in Cali, living a good life, doing a show every day. Uh, Jim Rome's another guy. He's huge here. Uh, we have a, we're actually doing it out of the studio, the Sports Radio 1025, the fan here in Kansas City. So they pipe in CBS national shows, and his show is on. So for the average sports radio around here, which there's three or four sports radio stations yep. in town, the average time spent listening is literally only a minute and a half for every person. That's the average time spent listening. For Jim Romans in the eight-minute range. So he's captivating when he's there talking. He yeah, he's a draw. So. And it's all done through gimmicks and shticks. And what does he do better than anybody else on the radio today? He embraces his fan base, and he gives them a platform to pop off, just like Clones. the People's Podcast. And, yeah. and he's... Oh, and he can be a heel, too. Absolutely. Yeah. And he's created a cult because of it. I mean, there's just people who are diehard Rome fans who would never stray from the path because it becomes a way of life, and, and they've really embraced uh, his flavor. And you got to give him props for that. Definitely. All right, here we go. Favorite wrestling term as far as, like, baby face, heel, things of that nature. What is your favorite wrestling term? <laughs> yeah, we get a lot of varied responses on this one too, because you know wrestling has its own language, as we've talked about. It's kind of born out of the carny lifestyle. So, is there anything that ever stuck out in your mind that maybe even you were like, so "Why do they call it that?" or anything like that? Yeah, you know, I've been speaking the wrestling nomenclature for so long <laughs> that I mean, it's the whole thing, the whole vernacular, the fact that we have our own secret code. And I've always said this: like, if you're just an, a casual wrestling fan who happens to get sucked in. And you start to go down the rabbit hole and you realize, oh, my God, there is an entire terminology that these Mm -hmm. people use. It's almost overwhelming. I mean, 
I try to come up with my own name. As you know, I've coined a few phrases myself over the years, mm-hmm. and it's just it's a beast that keeps on growing. I just love the fact that we have our own terminology. But if I had to pick one, I mean, damn, I don't even know if I could. It's just the whole thing. Sure. That, Do you ever that really catch yourself cool. uh, using it in not necessarily inappropriate places, but places where other people are like, what is this guy saying to me? <laughs> like I use, I say the word gimmick a lot. Like in my work, I'll be like, oh, I need that gimmick over there. And they're like, what? <laughs> yeah, what does that mean? You know, yeah. or I'll say when I'm watching a movie, uh, you know, you start predicting what's happening in the movie. I'll be like, oh, so this guy's going to be the heel. Like that, that's just things that I'm like, why did I call him a heel? <laughs> I was just talking about that on this week's show, Captain. It's oh, the same really? thing is is life imitates. Re- Once you become a hardcore wrestling fan, it all pertains. I mean, you when you're watching television or a movie, you could just see because of your vast understanding of professional wrestling, how they're building this character, when the swerve is coming, who's going to pull the heel turn and kill your dog. I mean, yep. it, it just sets everything up, and you start to understand the structure of storytelling through watching copious amounts of professional wrestling. One story that came out of your show, too, that I thought was just amazing. We had a, a listener, um, uh, his name was J-Rod, and he competed on Australia's X Factor. Yeah, And he talked about how he managed to get over, because you have to have a story, to the judges that he used his pro wrestling knowledge to help aid him in cultivating a story and a character to get over, which was just baffling to me. It was just it amazed me. And he did. He made it to like the the final group of that, didn't he? Yeah, he, he certainly did, and that's a great point. As, and I, I put it in my mission statement on the impactplayers.webs.com, the original one, is to understand wrestling is really to understand life, as cheesy as that sounds. You can apply it to every facet of your life, and, and once you truly understand the the in-and-out psychology of it, it gives you a leg up on the rest of the world. I, I firmly believe that, and I will forever live by it, is, is once you understand the true structure of, and the true understand, profound understanding of, of hitting the emotional chords with people, it allows you to, to handle your everyday relationships so much differently because you know how to get over as a face or, or what triggers the pull as a heel. It's just it's amazing what a vast wrestling knowledge can, can bring to your everyday life that has nothing to do with wrestling. So being a young, aggressive males that we've all been, I know myself, have you ever done this either uh, when you're about to get in a fight or you've got to argue with somebody, you ever channel your inner promo to unleash on that person? <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> that's my favorite art form of right i mean that's that's what it's all about yeah. i love talking smack and i start shaking my head i'm pointing you know <laughs> if you listen to like my earlier stuff with the impact players is i used to be a big shit talker only problem with that is is not everyone gets it and yeah. you rub people the wrong way you could come off as abrasive and when you're just being jovial and you think you're having fun people take it to heart man and and that's some, one of my biggest regrets with the week interview is, is sometimes I feel like I really have to hold back. There's a lot of times where I just want to blast people, but I'm afraid of what their long-term reaction is going to be, and I have to kind of reel it in a little bit. But sometimes I just wish I could let it rip, man, because there's still a, a inner promo ready to come out at every turn. You used to drop, uh, and maybe you still do occasionally, you, you would had on your YouTube channel, you would do Dan the Cannon Has a Problem. And like you did one famously for Randy Orton and some other people, didn't you? And yeah. that became a big problem. When I was doing <laughs> interviews with TNA, they almost didn't give me a couple interviews because of the stuff I had up on the net. Uh, like when I did the Samoa Joe interview, it was something I never talked about before. Mm. Uh, Samoa Joe almost didn't do the interview because he heard my Dan McCann and he has a problem with them. Mm. And, and I took a lot of them down because it, it really wasn't a true sure. personification of who I am. You know? yeah, they were worried that's kinda, what you were going to go for, yeah. 
Yeah, not super professional at the same time. So that's another thing is I've always prided myself on just being the PG guy because a lot of people, obviously, the wrestling cult is mm-hmm. is young, abrasive males, and, and sometimes to be professional is is highly sought after. I always feel like if they're listening, they're not going to want to hear you talking like a, a, a two-tooth hillbilly and swearing every other word. They're going to want to hear something profound, something intelligent, you- something to think about, not something to hate. Don't you make fun of the Southerners. <laughs> I ran into that problem. Oh, yeah. Big Josh did not like his comments on uh, on Southerners. I think we're still getting over that one. Yeah, we're still, we're still trying to dodge some Big bullets Big Josh on just threatened to drive a truck up his ass. Yeah, yeah. See, See that's exactly what that's, I'm talking about. Right, yeah. I, I understand. What, could have him back. Yeah, I understand exactly what you mean because I don't think and I just go <laughs> off and then I go, oh, shit, man, I shouldn't have said this. So we'll do our fifth question here. And this one's less of a question and more of a thought experiment, Dan. So you got to dig deep into the, the mind of DTC, and uh, we're going to do a, a hypothetical situation here. It's me, you, and T-Mac. We're sitting in a creative meeting, okay? And we are going to book you to get over here. We're going to book you in your next big feud with T-Mac. What's the storyline? Let's, let's hear it. Am I a healer or am I a face? Hey, this is, hey, this this is up to you, you, man. You, you. you tell us what's going to get you I'll, over I'll here. I'll help you out here. There's been times where literally Dean Ambrose, for example, just kicked the shit out of me. There yeah. was nothing. It was he just, said he was my waiter and he got my order wrong and I drug him by the foot to the sprint center and beat so his ass. So I've been that. And then also uh, with, uh, with Dolph Ziggler, I was the cousin of the Iron Sheik and mm-hmm. we had a thing that built to WrestleMania. So it's, it's whatever you want. Oh, man. I mean, that's just... On the spot, that is a tough one. It is. Got, you ever had something in in mind that's uh, that you've been that you've been waiting to see somebody bring out? God, I'm being like flooded in my head with <laughs> responses I can get. It is tough. It is tough. We've got people that, uh, yeah, <laughs> it's it's a tough one. And we're not because gonna... it's all been done. And let's face it, there's about six stories you can tell. I mean, mm-hmm. I've talked about this before. There's only so many conflicts in in the storytelling. So it's all about how do you put a, a fun, unique, fresh take on it. And I don't know, man. God, that is a tough question. I've always loved, there'd have to be some type of swerving, I'll tell you that much. Sure. Because um, a good story always has a great swerve. Absolutely. I mean, it just culminates at that, and that's what the best feuds come out of. But, man, Jesus, I so don't let's, know. Let's, get, let's give you like some backstory on think tank For like five minutes, go take a shit right now and come up with it. <laughs> well, we'll give you a backstory on T-Mac. T-Mac is... Um, He's a professional wrestling fan, seemingly for life, but he's also worked heavily in the MMA world. He works backstage on shows. He's he's kind of the guy. I'm the coordinator. Who, right. So he does all that, and uh, that would be his favorite sport. That is my favorite says, sport. And he's famous for getting angry when people call pro wrestling a sport. Yeah, because it's so not. There's, so there's some of that. And I'm very angry. And he's a very angry man. I'm just very so angry. I'm just so bitter and yeah. angry, just at life and everything, yeah. you know. So th- there's a little bit of me. All right, MMA. I could do something with MMA. Can I? Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, do whatever you want. Man, yeah, I hate being put on the spot like this. this <laughs> I wish you would have got the text message. I don't know why you didn't get it. <laughs> I wish I would have because this is one I would have liked to think about. Yeah. Uh, but let's see. I, I've always liked true-to-life storylines. Like if, when you can't blur between fact and fiction, that's when it's good. Your Roddy Piper type mm-hmm. style. I would love to see uh, – 
for example, let's say you're MMA guy, I would love to bash mixed martial arts on wrestling and, and tell everybody what a joke it is and what a savage sport it is. I would love to go back and forth on, on why wrestling is better than MMA in every facet, from athleticism to uh, great promos to intrigue and et cetera. So I think I would take up the part of, of bashing mixed martial arts. And I think there's a lot of heat to be drawn there. Like if we could make it extreme to where it gets out to the MMA world that this guy is bashing your culture and everything you love about the octagon, I think that can make some really good stuff because uh, as much as wrestling and mixed martial arts are different, they are still similar enough. Mm-hmm. They're tapping into the same demos. Yep. And MMA fans are very protective of their octagon. So Damn right. <laughs> I would love to talk shit about your little UFC and, <laughs> and talk about that. Look, it's it's like a well, you get one good fight every every six pay per views, and even when you get that big draw, it's like a little either a thirty second match or a jab jab move move. It's just so boring, man. I used to be a big mixed martial arts guy myself personally, but one disappointment after another as far as purchasing the pay per views went. And snooze fest. I can't tell you how many times I just wanted to leave a bar in the middle of an MMA fight because it's so damn boring. I'll just have another beer and talk to the girl next to me. I mean, so boring. I mean, what would be your response to MMA sucks and and there's no characters, it's bland, it's a scam, Dana White's a little bitch. Well, Dana is hard to defend. <laughs> that's like <laughs> that's like trying to defend Vince. Yeah. Like it's it, you know, you have ammunition for both sides. I would easily say though, it's the uh, hardest sport to do because one, you're the only person out there. It's not like basketball or football where it's like, oh, I'm tired. I'm going to pass the ball to this guy or it's football or I'm the running back. I don't want to run. So let's just throw it. So you can't do that. It's all on you. And it's the closest thing to actually proving who is a real badass. So boxing is the other. It's always been the, hey, boxing is the baddest dude in the planet, right? Mike Tyson, Floyd Mayweather, for example. Floyd Mayweather. Everyone thinks he's awesome. I got a friend, Tim Elliott. top 10 in the world in the UFC, 125 pounds. He'd double leg him, stick him on his head, fight me over in 15 seconds. (laughs) So MMA is proving who the real badass is. So Yeah, but here's the deal, T-Mac, is... It wasn't until UFC copied the WWE format that they went on to achieve ultimate success. If it wasn't for reality television and the Ultimate Fighter show, nobody would know their names and nobody would give a shit. It took you developing characters and making them household names to have any vested interest in the product. So at the end of the day, you had to take the Vince McMahon approach anyways to build these characters, make them household names, and and make them draws because they don't have draws. You can't have a Brazilian guy who, yeah, he's great in the clinch, but he nobody he can't speak English. He can't relate to the people purchasing. So you got to build characters still at the end of the day. And and that's when the UFC exploded, when they finally started embracing the characters. The characters I would give you 100% on, but also what sells the sports is the or the sport is the front kick from Anderson Silva, the jumping off the cage Anthony Pettis showtime kick, the athleticism of a double leg off of a guy that's trying to throw a triangle on you, or just the crazy amount of submissions you can do. So as much as the characters do draw the sport in, because obviously, and that goes back to being a kid in the schoolyard, you know, a fight's not fun if they don't 
you know, if they like each other. Right. You know what I mean? Oh, hey, you guys fight. Okay, well, I'm just going to hit them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you like it when they're like, hey, fuck you. No, fuck you, man. Oh, well, <laughs> yeah. I want to see this. You know, it's the, it's the fighting to me, and I'm going off on a little tangent. It's always been what we always drive to, right? So if me and Captain are playing basketball, right, and he beats me, I'll go, I'll kick your ass. But no one in a fight goes, oh, yeah, let's play chess. Yeah, I know you knocked me out. Let's play chess. No, <laughs> fighting is always what we go down to. You know, We could play baseball. You struck me out. Bitch, you couldn't fucking punch me in the face. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Okay. But <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, But if you kick me in the head and knock me out, I'm not going to go, yeah, well, I know – my World War II history, huh, <laughs> bitch? You know, like no one ever does that. So fighting to me is the what we are. Did you beat me up though? If you wrestled me better though, I mean, if you if you held me on the ground with your great wrestling ability, did you really beat my ass? I mean, how many guys are true headhunters anymore in the UFC? And that's kind of where I'm at with it. Is is yes, it's great to have the mixed martial arts, but I mean, how many times do you really see that that great kick off the cage? I think I've seen it like twice, and I've watched a lot. Did you watch Saturday? No. You should have. Ronda Rousey defended her title in 16 seconds. That's shorter than an Instagram video. <laughs> Another armbar? No. I, I think she threw her on the head, knocked her out, and punched her to fucking unconsciousness. I think that's the problem Dan and I have with an MMA is that that's cool and that's awesome to see. It's not awesome when I dropped, what is it, 50, 60 bucks well, in anticipation for that match. <laughs> well, I mean, if you want fake, you know? that's why we got pro wrestling. Well, that's it. Exactly. Yeah, I'll take well, that. <laughs> I mean, that was one question to you in defense of wrestling is what is the highest grossing UFC pay-per-view of all time? Ooh, I, and the second highest grossing. I think the highest grossing's one hundred. Which then, had who? Okay, calm down. It also had George St. Pierre <laughs> and Dan Henderson. I know you're going to say Brock Lesnar. <laughs> <but, laughs> calm down. That calm down. Pay per views because there's an emotional investment, and my girl says, "Ooh, I cannot wait to see Brock kick this shit out of this guy." If without that emotional connection and that investment. It's just two guys beating the shit out. It's just a bum fight. I mean, two homeless well, guys beating each other in the face. You have to know the characters, and you have to be invested in order to really care or have a lot of money on the line. Well, and that's true. Well, very true. But that also goes to our pro wrestling point. We, we talk about in TNA, when Sonata defends his TNA X Division title, well, who cares? Who just, a crap, yeah. It's a great match, but pfft, yeah, you always well, have, with everything in life, even the World Series, if it's between... The Milwaukee Brewers and the Kansas City Royals, if it's other than those two cities, if there's no storyline, no one watches. Right. You know, so. so with this storyline, then, you said there's got to be a swerve. Are we involving? I'm assuming we got to involve Brock Lesnar on I'm this. A, no, we what, should what involve side? you, Captain. <laughs> yes, okay, right, you're okay. the one that connects us. All right, all right. So what do you see, Daniel? Uh, we're going to lead this one over. Uh, do you put him over, or, or are you just taking him down and getting your <laughs> shit in? What's going on here? Well, my ultimate goal is to put wrestling over and to embarrass MMA. So the go. best way to go about doing that, or just to prove that, it's the, it's it's still the king of pay-per-view and still the the better bang for your buck at the end of the day. I don't know how we're going to do this, but uh, gosh, man. It's and it's, I mean, we don't have to nail it. All. No, I mean, we have is, to nail it. Fun. No. <laughs> <laughs> so, but Dan, hey, man, this has been awesome. So let's get the plugs in. It's allwrestling.com. And it's the Week in Review. The podcast link is right there on the on the webpage, or you can find it, obviously, by searching allwrestling.com, Week in Review, or A-W-W-I-R on iTunes. Uh, the Twitter is out there, your Twitter, at Dan the Cannon, correct? Correct. Yep, and it's at the A-W-W-I-R, I believe, yeah? Amen. And so they can uh, they can call in uh, using a 188 number, am I correct on that yeah, one? Yeah, what is the number? 
call the show at one eight 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 four three zero seven six nine two extension three or send me anything in MP three format ninety seconds or less to Dan the Cannon at live dot com. If all else fails, you could put pen to paper and drop a type bomb. Send it over once again to Dan the Cannon at live dot com. Sounds like you said that before. Uh, once or twice. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So this is awesome. I, I I totally appreciate you coming on because I wanted to get the word out there because because uh, we've said your name about a thousand a million times, on, times show. on this show. And if anybody who doesn't know, it's probably like who this is this asshole they keep talking right, yeah. about, right? So it's good to put a voice for them so they can hear your side of things and hear the uh, the brilliant wrestling mind that you have, sir. So um, we'll take it out on that. What do you think? Yeah. Hey Dan, stick with us for a second uh, as we play the outro here, and we'll talk to you a little bit off air. Sounds great, and thanks again for the opportunity. It's been real fun, and I wish I could have brought the, a little more prepared material. But uh, <laughs> No, it's a tough one, man. It really is a tough one. I out. like well, it. We, that we, one, we went into yeah. some real conversation That's on that. That's something we haven't had yeah, on. Yeah, usually it's just uh, T-Mac gets his ass kicked, ha, ha, ha. Which is my favorite part. Right, yeah, everyone loves to kick <laughs> my ass. <laughs> but, yeah. All right, it's so. been a real honor being on, guys, and I appreciate the opportunity, and, and best of luck in all of your future endeavors. <laughs> hey, thanks, man, yeah. All right, T-Mac, we're going to take a break. We're going to come back, and we're going to do Tweet the Table. Oh, yeah. Love Tweet the Table. That's when we return to the Spanish Announce Table on SpanishAnnounceTable.net. And the Olympic gold medal is only 1.34% gold. TrainingTopicsNetwork.com. Hey, T-Mac. Yeah? You got a dollar? I don't. Oh, neither do I. You know what would help us out? What's that? If some people gave us some dollars at our PayPal account. That would be nice. A couple people have done that. Yes, they have. But uh, we're broke. <laughs> we and, are. And this show, you know, it's it takes time. It takes time. I got to drive 45 minutes to get here. That's true. So you're spending gas money. I'm, I'm spending, spending some gas, gas money. money. Help us out. Mm-hmm. If you like the show, support us. You go to SpanishAnnounceTable.net. There's a PayPal donate button right there on the front page. We can't make this any easier. Uh, you know, one thing I always like to do before the show is have a Reese's peanut butter cup. Mm-hmm. You know how much that costs at the vending machine? Probably a dollar. One dollar. One dollar. Give me one dollar so that I'm happy and I don't give my horrible rants. Remember, positive and patient. Just give me a dollar <laughs> so I can get the Reese's and I can be positive and patient. If once a month they gave us a dollar, just think about it. Yeah. Oh, man, we'd be, we would be able to at least break even with this. Yep. One dollar. Exactly. And PayPal makes it so easy. It Most does. people already have a PayPal account. All you got to do is type in tableshow at gmail.com, donate one dollar. One dollar. One stinking dollar. I mean, what are you going to do with a dollar? Right. You're going to get yourself a Reese's peanut butter cup? You don't need that. Yeah. You know who needs that? I need Fat that. Fat people like us yeah. need a dollar. Huh? So do it now. Go on to SpanishAnnounceTable.net or PayPal.com. Send it to tableshow at gmail.com. You'll feel good about yourself, and we'll feel good about ourselves, and we'll all feel better about ourselves. Yes, we will. Song's great. I will tell you this. I kind of was like eh, about Bray Wyatt, but I, he has such a special place in my pro wrestling heart yeah. that he just needs to do one thing, and I'm like, yep, Bray oh, Wyatt's yeah. the best. That's why I said, like, give him a good angle, and he'll, he'll be back. Yeah. He'll be back. Right now. In my even flow of favorites, it's Dean Ambrose. But Bray Wyatt's right there. Just needs to do something cool. I think ebb and flow is what the term you were looking for. Even flow? The ebb and flow. 
What's even flow? Ebb and flow. Even flow something different altogether. I That's think. a Pearl Jam song. Yes. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. I think there is a term even flow, but I think it's right. something different. But I think your ebb and flow is what you, the correct term. Now, this has been the grammar announce table. <laughs> Jesus. Thanks, Professor. Uh, <laughs> allow me to beg your indulgence. All right. How did you like the Dan the Cannon interview? Yeah, how well, did I, you I, like I, it? You liked it, but yeah, I thought it was great. Uh, it was a great interview, and dude. we had a good conversation off air. Yes, we did. I thought it was great how we got into the MMA conversation. Yes, because look, everyone feels this way. Your favorite thing, you don't understand how someone doesn't like right, it. Exactly. Right? Exactly. Like, how do you not get this? How do you not get it? I don't understand. Right. <laughs> yeah. So it was cool. Yeah. No, I get it. Yeah. Loved it. Yeah. I'm like, how does not everybody love Kansas State athletics? I don't understand. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Tweet the table. Tweet the table. If you're new, you might have heard about it on Impact Wrestling. What? What? Thanks, B-Double. B-Double. Tweet the table is a fun game we like to play where you on your Twitter machine can play along by using the hashtag, hashtag. Tweet the table. And you put in your little, what you thought about the show, our show, the show you're watching, any wrestling thoughts, any, you know what I think, Shawn Michaels is the best goddamn wrestler ever, like, whatever you want to say. Or some drawings. We saw Katie, Katie First Lady, Katie drew some, some fucking drawings. cool yes. shit. Uh, I can't draw a goddamn stick I can't stick fucking figure. draw anything. Yeah. No. I can't draw a fucking no, thing. No, nothing. Nothing. <laughs> nothing. So, we'll just get right into it, and it starts with W. I-R cataclysmic. And he says, just when you fucking thought the Spanish announce table already had enough fucking bad language, they bring on at real Jason Rivera. Fuck yeah. Hashtag tweet the table. What a great interview. Great interview last week with Jason Rivera. And man, his write-ups are amazing. Oh, they are. He's funny, dude. I got to check and make sure we need to post the latest one on SpanishAnnounceTable.net. On the left-hand side, there's wrestling blog. You can check out Jason Rivera's recaps of wrestling. And they are hilarious, and you'll love them. Heavy Set 330 says, Much like Emma, I too have been fired and hired back by the same company in one day. Hashtag for the table. Have you? No. I've uh, got to hear this story. Yeah. Yeah, write us. In one day. Like, what happened? Yeah. Yeah, we, we don't necessarily have to share that online, but I just want to know. Heavy, get, get a yeah. hold of me. I, uh, you know what I'm going to be disappointed at? If they don't do a storyline where Emma steals yes. a Divas title, yes. that, ha, come on. Especially the Please. way she walks. Like, she just grabs it and <laughs> yeah. just, womp. Just steals it. Womp. And, and it, even be like, oh, I didn't mean to do that. Right. <laughs> come on. Yep. Just come to. on. Anyway. Katie First Lady just watched AJ's match with Eva Marie. OMFG, could Eva suck more as a wrestler? Hashtag tweet the table. She's terrible. I don't know why they put her in the ring. She's hot. But. <laughs> Fuck. They've, they've put Make in. Make her a goddamn valet. They've put in just as bad. At Hallmark of Sweet says, hashtag to the table. It's the 4th of July, and a Mexican and an Irish man is fighting for the United States Championship. Oh, the irony. We're a nation of immigrants. Yes. We are the melting pot, sir. WIR Cataclysmic Bound for Glory is held at the Korakuen, Korakuen, Korakuen Hall uh-huh. in Japan. NJPW runs shows there occasionally, but Wrestle 1 do shows there the most. Holds 2,000. Hashtag to the table. It only holds 2,000 people? Dude, that's more than TNA's been getting anywhere. Good, but you're going overseas yeah, for it. Hey, man, pack the house then. Then go back to New York. Uh, DSJMPCOM, regarding last week, and we're talking about Cesaro wearing the eye patch. He says, I am Cesaro. <laughs> <laughs> Just laugh my ass off, spit out my morning shake, hashtag tweet the table. That was fun. That was. I, I, but he didn't wear the eye patch. Yeah. Some people said he looked like uh, the Street Fighter guy. 
which I thought was funny. You oh, know, uh, yeah. Um, Saget. Saget. Saget, yes. yeah. That was fun. The Mop Jockey. Hashtag tweet the table. Rude. Wrestling in jeans looks even more like Arn Anderson. He does kind of look like a skinny Arn Anderson. Oh, I never thought about that. Yeah, yeah, good, uh-huh, yeah. yeah good call. At Rated R. Senior official wear the same suits. Men's warehouse, I presume. Hashtag raw is DVR. Hashtag tweet the table. Oh. Finley. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right, yeah. Uh, Joey Mercury. Yeah, where they were in the same suit. I think so. At WIR Cataclysmic. Oh, by the way, welcome to the show. Rated R. Yeah. 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 At WIR Cataclysmic. Come on. Hey, idiots. Vince McMahon was on the cover of SmackDown vs. Raw 2005. Hashtag to the table. Hashtag sorry. No. Not sorry. Yeah. Fuck that one. You know why? Uh, Because I listened back and I corrected myself. Yeah. 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 Idiot. (laughs) Heavy set. 330. Titan T Mac. Your reasoning why Cesaro is ready actually reasons why he's not. More this week in my email. Oh, let's get to that motherfucker right now. GBL 316. Hashtag tweet the table. Uh, At the awesome voice advice of of the week from episode 49. Get out there and expose yourself. Cappy ain't liable if you get arrested. (laughs) (laughs) The rebel trucker. At table show, the invasion angle was 2001. Hashtag tweet table. We did discuss that. So there was never a WWE World Heavyweight Champion because it was WWF. And then they had the two titles. There was the WWE Champion and the World Champion. Yada, yada, yada. Again, we're arguing semantics. Yep. WIR Cataclysmic. Table show. I've also thought about the possibility of tag team MMA. I love the idea. Hashtag with the table. Yeah, what did I say back to that? Did you see that? No. I said no. Yeah, again, okay. That's stupid Your as shit. Your argument was some people might come in and break the rules. No. I said but it's a dumb fucking why idea. Why is it a dumb idea? Why is it any more of a dumb idea than tag team wrestling? Because tag team wrestling is fake. Yeah, so what? This is real. It's a team. Cool, then let's play football with three teams. <laughs> Oh, what? It's different. No, it's not. That is different. Every team can fucking score. No, you have to change the field and everything. Oh, you have to change everything about the fucking sport. No, you don't. Yeah, stop. (laughs) Stop. We got to get new people in now. No, you tag. If you can get away, you make a tag. bullshit. Why is it bullshit? Because what? What, are you going to wait for him to get in? Or are you going to jump out and then we're fighting in the crowd? You make the rules and you set them up ahead of time. Then let's do a three-team football. (laughs) Okay, if you can make it exciting, then let's do it. (laughs) XFL style. Oh, that's stupid. <laughs> Katie, first lady, Cody is more into a Stardust gimmick than I think Goldust ever was. Hashtag to the table. I don't know. Mm, early Goldust was. Yeah, with Marlea or Marlena. Uh, Marlena, Ooh. and he was doing the, all the innuendos. Oh, and, yeah. that, and mm. fucking around with uh, Piper. Yes. Oh, oh yeah. Crazy shit. And even Scott Hall, when he was all rubbing up yeah. on him when he'd get and he get behind him. And he made out with Ahmed Johnson. Yes, that's right. Oh, yeah, he did man. kiss Ahmed Johnson. At Hallmark of Swede, hashtag tweet the table. The reason Bo Dallas interrupted Daniel Bryan is so that Debray could get Bo leave over. Not sure if it worked. <laughs> yeah. That NXT crowd, here's the problem that they have with the NXT crowd. That NXT crowd is so great that it's hard for them to measure what's really good. Right, and they're into it. Exactly. They want to be part of that thing. So well, they're th- like where they thought, man, Adam Rose is getting over, didn't transfer over to the WWE. Yeah. So... That's going to be something they're going to have to learn on the fly, I think, because it is such mm-hmm. a new concept. Very right? true. Very good point. At Negron, talks to B-Double, says, nice sign, boss. Even Lashley likes it. Hashtag tweet the table. He puts in the picture where Lashley is standing on the corner, and he's looking right at the hashtag tweet the table. Sign. I should fucking, I'm such an idiot. I should have texted Lashley. Yeah. It's probably so long ago, though. Dude, you should have, uh, once we knew he was going, you should have just texted me like, dude, if you see a sign that says hashtag tweet the table, 
please point to it on right. camera. Yeah. Do so even if you fucking shit on it because right. you're the heel. Yeah. Just rip uh, it up or something. Rip it. Hold it right for the camera and rip, rip it. Oh my god, that would have been amazing. Yeah. I I'm pissed at you for not doing that. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty stupid on my part. WI Arcata Clismic. Now hold on. Oh. Me and Lashley aren't best friends. Right, exactly. You can't just he could like, easily go, hey kid, sh- hey, shut the fuck up. Hey man, I'm getting paid to do a job yeah. over here, not help your fucking I, podcast. Yeah. Out. <laughs> we are we are cordial. Podcast. We are cordial. Yeah. And if there is some need from one of us mm. from the other, we will call each other. But it's we are we don't talk regularly. Yeah, it's not like you're like yeah. Hey, what up? Yeah, hey, Bob. man. Yeah, yo, what's up, man? Yo, Bobby. What, where's the show at? W-I-R Cataclysmic. What's that at Titan T-Mac? 52? <laughs> I'll give you 52 cunt punts in the piss hole if you don't shut the fuck up, laugh my fucking ass off. Hashtag to the table. Hashtag 52. Piss hole. <laughs> yeah. It is episode 52. 52. That we will be doing your contributions. Please send us a 90-second uh, audio. <laughs> yeah, let me think about this. 90 second audio contribution. 52. 52. And that is a one time because it's our year Show. anniversary and it's almost a an homage, as you will, to Dan the Cannons, allwrestling.com week in review, which is how his show's based on yep. is the audio contributions. Yep. So we're going to do our homage to that in our anniversary special. 52. Which is when? 52. What comes after 51? 52. How many decks in a card? 52. How many weeks in a year? 52. 52, motherfuckers! Very good to just come up with You like that? Yeah. Heavy set 330. Do you think the voices in Randy Orton's head tell him not to wear pants? <laughs> or do you think the voices don't wear pants? Hashtag tweet the table. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's funny. <laughs> DSJ and PCOM. You got your wish, Titan T-Mac. Starting Raw with a fight. Hashtag Raw. Hashtag Randy's bitch. Hashtag to the table. Hashtag Roman Reigns sucks. Roman doesn't suck. And I don't think you wanted Raw to start with a fight. I think you wanted to start with a match. Well, I would actually... You know what? I was thinking about this. Because, again, I like to make my own little tweaks. What you could have done to appease the crowd there is off air or on the app uh-huh. have that promo. But when you go live on USA... You're already in a fight with Kane and Roman Reigns. Yeah, there's been TNA's done that before a couple times where yeah. you open the show and it's a fight. There's oh, a fight going WCW on. WCW like, used to do that. Yeah. yeah you Especially know? with the NWO. Right, yeah. yeah. Uh, new one, Melly Faves. What's ha- up? Hashtag through the table. Great to see Ambrose and Roman standing tall. Yeah. Yeah. Ambrose is the shit. Uh, I, yeah. And he wears pants. And he does wear pants. That's true. Yep. Hmm. WIR Cataclysmic. Tyler Breeze suffered a hand modeling injury. I do hope he is okay. I heard that can end one's in ring career. Hashtag with the table. Hashtag NXT. That's funny. Did they call it? I didn't watch NXT because I know he broke his fingers. So did they spin it as a hand modeling injury? <laughs> that would be great if they did that. I'm going to have to go back and watch some NXT, man. Oh, uh, that's funny. RVJ 1989. Remember RVJ? Oh yeah. It's a yeah. Uh, I told him not to go and then yeah. again, I was like, Yeah, go. This is this is great. This is back to back. He says, Would have been great if they had Sandow come out impersonating the hitman, hashtag tweet the table. And then he goes, another one, he goes, Whoop, spoke too soon. Yeah, it's it's difficult because with Tweet the Table you wanna get it while it's hot and say right. what's on your mind, but uh, you gotta be a little I wanna bust your load there too early. Anyway. God, if I haven't done that before. <laughs> On Tweet the Table. I don't know what you're talking about. On Tweet the Table. Heavy Set 330. Fondongo is the Fonz of WWE. I thought that was Deuce at Cliff Compton. Hashtag Tweet the Table. That's a good point. Remember Deuce and Domino? Right. And I liked how 
he made uh, JBL break character. Oh, yeah. Did you yeah. see that? Yeah. Like, they all started laughing. He was like, Fonzie. I thought yeah. I had data right. movements. Yeah. <laughs> WIR Cataclysmic. I'm really excited for Ambrose versus Rollins. Ambrose is killing it on the mic, and Rollins is slowly improving. Hashtag diet raw. Hashtag treat the table. Yep. They're awesome. They are just, I mean, Can that's they just be, main event for like yeah, six months? Seriously. Katie First Lady. If, months. If Mrs. Face is his moneymaker, I want my money back. Hashtag tweet the table. I yeah. thought people thought he was hot. Miz, they do. But well, she apparently she doesn't. Like, uh, My wife doesn't think he's necessarily hot, but she thinks uh, out of pro wrestlers, he's one of the better looking ones. I'll say this. He got Maurice. Yeah. So. Yeah, it must be. Do- either it's his face or it's his 12-inch personality. One right, of the two. Yeah. <laughs> Hallmark of Swede. Hashtag tweet the table. 12 and Bo, the greatest streak in sports entertainment history. I do like how they're. Making that, they're like, hey, it's the streak. You know, JBL was like saying, oh, I love it. Now he's 13 and bow. God, that's so That's sick. the unlucky one. 13 and bow. Uh-oh. Who do you think beats him? Would it be Brock? It has to be Brock. Get him to 21 and bow, and then Brock beats him, and then they'll be like, oh, another <laughs> one. Like, Paul Heyman could just roast that. You know what I mean? And then, <laughs> that's, and then a that's a perfect idea. vehicle for him to come out and be like, well, even though I lost, right. I still believe. Right. <laughs> anyway, the mop jockey. Hashtag tweet the table. Hey, Mr. Anderson changed his character. He has white hair. <laughs> uh, WIR Cataclysmic. Another A++ promo by Bray. Hashtag save us, Chris. Hashtag diet raw. Hashtag tweet the table. I didn't watch SmackDown. Did he do a good one there? Yeah, he did. Hmm. Yes. DSJMP com. So if Roman Reigns hits the John Cena with a Superman punch, will it hurt him? Hashtag John is Superman. Hashtag WWE Montreal. Hashtag Tweet the Table. Hashtag Raw. He is Superman. He is Superman. Heavy set 330. Fondongoing is back. Hashtag Tweet the Table. Yeah, they went nuts for that one. Yeah, it was good. Rated R. I wonder what the official swear count is before a show is TV 14. Hashtag Raw is DVR. Hashtag Tweet the Table. He was doing all these this morning, so the Raw's DVR thing was funny to me because it's like, oh. Raw's DVR, <laughs> like that. Yeah, I don't know what what at what point does it cry. Now, see, that's also subjective. A you know, a ratings board monitors that kind of stuff. I think like you don't. I don't. I think it. the WWE internally rates that, but if they if a ratings board felt that they didn't rate it properly, then they can be trashed later on. I think yeah. is how that works. WI hashtag tweet table. If you know different, hey idiots. WIR Cataclysmic. Hey, idiots. Hey, idiots. That Big E Cesaro brawl may have been one of the best in recent memory. Hashtag Diet Raw. Hashtag Tweet the Table. Man, I gotta start watching SmackDown again. Why? <laughs> so I can see what he's fucking talking about. Just YouTube it. Yeah. Devil Vamp. When I lose a bet to Heavy Set for a shirt, I always use the affiliate link through at Table Show website. Hashtag Tweet the Table. Hashtag, or at Titan T Mag. That's right. SpanishAnnounceTable.net. If you want to buy some WWE shop material, please go through SpanishAnnounceTable.net first. And there's many way, many banners and links that say WWE shop. You click that. You go to their site through us. And we get a 6% kickback of their profits. Very awesome. So you're essentially paying us too because you love us. Thank you. Thank you. And it helps support us. helps us keep the lights on in this bitch. Yeah, because this place fucking sucks. Yeah, this place sucks. Oh, and if it, someone mentioned to me like, hey, you guys should video. No, you don't want to see it. You know what it is? It's a lot mm. of me picking my nose. Mm. And I thought we could do some uh, clips here and there. Like when you're going on a rant, oh, if I could catch it. Yeah, like clips. Mm-hmm. But I am yeah, way just too tiny, ugly. Yeah. Way too ugly for yeah. that long period of time. Well, you could wear it. You could work under the hood. You'd be like the freak. Okay. Pounds of jo- I tell you what. <laughs> I tell you what. You really got this Here we go. If you go through the SpanishNounceTable.net affiliate WWE shop link, buy a mask, 
and send it to us. Now we'll send it back. You send it to us uh, with a return postage. We will send it back to you, but we will wear it for an entire show with the mask on. Hell yeah. And we'll videotape it. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Yep. At Pounds of Justice, table show, police responded to WWE headquarters. An unknown white powder that was found turned out to be Bocane. Hashtag tweet the table. (laughs) Katie, first lady. So Raw in Montreal tonight and Bret Hart is there. Hmm, I wonder why. Haven't we all moved past this? Hashtag tweet the table. Uh, You would think, Katie, you would think. But alas. WIR Cataclysmic, you're just stone-faced. You're just, I, I just, yeah. I, I'm so over Bret Hart being a pussy. Yeah. Fucking yeah. get up and get over it. WIR Cataclysmic, AJ Lee versus Eva Marie. What did AJ do to deserve a match with this untalented cunt? Hashtag to the table, hashtag diet raw. Took a break. I don't know. Yeah. Heavy set 330, no, Cardi, or no Cody slash Stardust. Time is a big ball, wibbly, wobbly, timey, whiny stuff. Hashtag to the table, hashtag Whovian reference? I don't know what that is. I don't know either. Who was that from? Heavy set. Yeah. I'm sure somebody will hashtag tweet the table with, hey, idiots. Well, I'm just stupid, so. Yes. Hallmark of Swede. <laughs> Jesus, I have a college degree. Hallmark of Swede, hashtag tweet the table. Does JBL even know what twerking is? I don't know. Do you? Uh, well, yeah, I know what twerking is. Do we really? Yeah. What is it? It's when they shake their ass and, you know, like they... But you gotta like you gotta stick the ass out. Don't back don't don't act this like, out. Don't yeah, act no, this yeah. out. This is why we need to record this. Here, let me do this. Here, I'll stand up. Yeah, don't act this out. I, I like I think I know what it is, but is it just being a whore? No, twerking's it's like the dancing where you're shaking your ass. Like when she would do uh what's her name in the ring? Uh, what's uh when she would do what's her name in the ring? What's her name? Uh, the one that you like that I think has Brooke the Tessmacher. man jawline. Yeah. Brooke Tessmacher. She's got a man face. Uh jaw, that's it. Jaw, man, it. jaw, yeah. Uh yeah, she when she does there and she just stands there and shakes her ass real fast, you know, like the I thought that was the, just being the, a whore. No, that's that's twerking. Miley Cyrus did it to what's his fuck in the Beetlejuice suit. Oh, that guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah she was twerking. Anyhow, I think it's just being a whore. Yeah, the Rebel Trucker. What the fuck was my email not good enough to make episode forty nine? Hashtag tweet the table. Yeah, and yeah. don't be fucked. Uh, he we handles did. emails. No, nah, he said fuck that Southerner. Is what he said. What? It's what you said. You said, fuck that Southerner. We're not reading I did not. No. Yeah, no. He said, fuck him and his truck. No. That's what he said. I did not. That's what you said. Liar. No. No, it went to the spam folder. I'm sorry, because he went through the uh, comment thing, which I want people to do, but somebody spammed the shit out of it, and so it started sending those to my spam folder. So I will check that before we do emails the next segment to make sure that you didn't send me one, and if I still miss it, then I don't know what the fuck happened, Josh, but no, not intentional. WIR Cataclysmic. I would have had no idea who Sandow was imitating on hashtag Diet Raw had it not said Bruce Springsteen on the Titan Tron. Hashtag tweet table, hashtag fucking shit. Yeah, that one probably sucked for the overseas viewers. Were they in Philadelphia or something? Or was that New Jersey. New Jersey, that's right. Yeah, it's New yeah. Jersey. That's right. Yeah. It's New Jersey. That's right. Oh, Jesus. It's going to get that one. DSJ and PCOM. Fandango is great. Fandango is hilarious. Some days Fandango likes blondes. Others. Fondango likes brunettes. <laughs> hashtag raw, hashtag WWE Montreal, hashtag tweet table. Yeah, that one was good. I like that line. Fondango, man, I like him. I like him when he's given the chance to be something. Yes. And given a storyline. Yes. For so long, he was just floundering. Just doing nothing. The mop jockey, hashtag tweet the table. G-A-W-D, God. Damn, I love H-A-W-T, hot, S-A, 
WFT soft pretzels. That's a lot of spelling. Heavy set three three zero. Hey, Layla's hair is not crimped. I think you lied to us, Fondango. Hashtag tweet the table. Very good catch. Her hair wasn't crimped in the back because he said they're like, "Where's Layla right now?" He's like, "She's backstage crimping her hair." And they were like, "What? She's doing what? Crimping?" He's like, "Yes, crimping." <laughs> like, and yeah, she showed up later and her hair was not crimped, sir. She was fucking around mm-hmm. on you, Fondango. Mm-hmm. Where was Captain Awesome at this supposed crimping time? Calm down. WIR Cataclysmic. I do not support Jack Swagger's new face turn. That reckless cunt should be fired. Hashtag diet raw. Hashtag tweet the table. Who should be fired? Jack Swagger. Why? Because he's injured, fucking concussed. Uh, well, he what he did a uh, Barrett's arm and yeah. then uh, Ziggler's concussion. Yeah. Yeah. Brock Lesnar fucking broke someone's neck and then kicked it. <laughs> Uh, Kali killed two people. Yeah, Kali killed two. <laughs> I mean, there's other people we can point out. The Iceman forever. What? Iceman, friend of the show. Table show. Liked the heel turn for Brittany. Disappointed in the tables match. Hashtag tweet the table. Agree. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I agree with that 100%. 100%. Katie, first lady, you do got to love Montreal. Very vocal city. Hashtag tweet the table. Yes. That was, they were into it. That I'll say this. Hmm. Better than Green Bay. What isn't? Well, you know, just saying. <laughs> Anytime I can take a shot at those yes. piss poor fucking uh, fans, and if you're one of them listening in Green Bay, fix uh, it. Uh, two things: one, move; two, <laughs> fuck you. Hallmark of Swede. Hashtag tweet the table. Holy hell, AJ is H A W T hot. Yep. Yeah. W I R Cataclysmic decided to watch hashtag Superstars full time only because Renee Young. Is the new full-time commentator. Hashtag to the table. Hashtag I called it. Did he call that? No. Um, maybe. I watched the intro because then after that you don't see her. Mm. I, I want to hear her commentary though. See how good that's she is. good. I've heard it on uh, NXT. And yeah, good. and that's, you know, it's good. At Negron, if at Ronda Rousey ever came to the WWE, she would have to go against the guys. I would even give her the IC title. Hashtag that bitch is bad. Hashtag to the table. She is. Oh my She's God. awesome. She could legitimately you beat You showed me her 16-second. 16-second fight. Defended the title against the number three girl in the world in Alexis Davis and beat her in the time you can do an Instagram video. Yeah. Guys, that is yeah. utterly amazing. Hey, on average, I, I saw this that most animals in the world, on average, take 21 seconds to urinate, right? And that's on faster. Average. Yeah. And yeah, the you the, literally the piss break yeah. is longer than that match. Yeah. Heavy set 330. Some kids growing up had Batman and Superman as their superheroes. I had Shawn Michaels and that man, Bret Hart, hashtag with the table. Well, good for you, but guess what? He's a baby. Now, yeah. I'll say this. The character was cool, yeah. but the guy, it's again, it's yeah. like the John Cena yes. thing. Yes, 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 yes. Except yes. opposite. Yeah, Bret the Hitman Hart. Yeah, Bret the Hitman Hart. Awesome. Like him. Bret Hart. Bret Hart. Baby. You can go piss up a road. <laughs> Rated R. Harper's tank top would be a great test subject for the next OxyClean commercial. Hashtag Raw's DVR. Hashtag tweet the table. That would be interesting. Good idea. Mm. WIR Cataclysmic. I can't wait for at Dave Bautista to return to the WWE. I heard he will be back sometime before SummerSlam. Hashtag tweet table. Why? I'll say this. I'm interested in his DVD. It was getting good at the end there how he was just going full heel like fuck right. you guys. And like wearing the blue and mm-hmm. just fucking with the crowd and being like what? You know? Well, I like, like his it. tweets about it. He's like. What was it? Six guys go out there and give you the match of the year. Yeah, and you give and a you, shit about what I'm wearing. And you yeah. give a shit that I'm wearing blue. Yeah. It's like, fuck, you're, you got a point there. 
Katie First Lady, wow, Lanny Poffo on the Monday Night Wars show on the network. I wonder if this is a step into getting his brother into the Hall of Fame, hashtag with the table. Nope. No, part of the problem is, and I seriously think this might be an actual issue, he's gone on record saying that, like, he's adamant that, like, it needs to be the Poffo family. He's trying to work his own goddamn way into the thing. I now, get his dad, maybe, maybe, right? Angelo Poffo? Oh, yeah. But he... But you suck, dude. You were the genius. Hey, the genius was over just as much as Coco Beware. Yeah. But I understand if you want to put the Poffo family in, I would buy into that, but not before Macho Man Randy Savage goes in on his own. Because that guy is a headlining act, which, which sucks because he can't be now because they want a speaker. Yep. And but, and the thing that sucks is there's no way to tell the truth. We don't know if this is actually Randy Savage's wishes or, like you say, Lenny Poffo trying to get in. Mm-hmm, you yeah. know? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. He does so many shoot interviews that makes me think he's trying to squirm his way in. You don't do shoot interviews on a constant basis like he does without, without having a B for something to yeah, yeah, an yeah, angle. Yeah. DSJ and Jericho looks drunk, hungover, or tired. Get some Visine. Hashtag WWE Montreal. Hashtag Raw. Hashtag Sweet Table. He's probably some of all. That guy's a road warrior. I mean, he's also touring while he's doing this. Yeah, he's insane. Act. And doing they a just podcast? put out an album recently. Yeah. GBL 316. Hashtag Tweet the Table. Another week, another SmackDown. Damn it, Orton. Put on some damn pants. You think he knows? I don't know, but. You think it's he knows great. now? And he's like, oh, I'm wearing Fuck pants. And then gets to Gorilla and it's like, I'm taking these off. Taking these pants off. <laughs> that would Here, be so awesome. Hold my pants. WIR Cataclysmic. Fuck Rowan and Harper's new theme song sucks ass. They should have left it as it was originally. Hashtag Raw. Hashtag Tweet the Table. Yeah, when it was the whole times. world and it yeah. was just like the banjo picking it or whatever mil- it was. Because now it's like a rock thing. It's like, yeah, who the fuck sucks. would play that? Heavy Set 330. Sandow should have came out as the Mountie. Hashtag he always gets this man. Hashtag Tweet the Table. That would have been fun. That would have been perfect. Yes. Twain VA. Haven't heard from Twain in a while. Yeah, Twain, where you at? The table show. You probably heard it a lot. But the interviews are awesome as always. Hashtag with the table. Thanks. Thanks, man. Another awesome one this week. Yep. Boom. I think that's a strong point of our Boom. show. Honestly. 52. All right. <laughs> that was him, not me. <laughs> 52. WIR Cataclysmic. Man, I wish. I always name the interviews. Like, it'll be tonight, it'll be episode 50, Dan the Cannon interview. If it wasn't, I'd just be like, 52. <laughs> that might confuse some people. All right. WIR Cataclysmic. Man, that backstage segment with Shaw, Anderson, Gunner, and Christy was so fucking painful. Hashtag Tweet Table, hashtag Impact. I actually thought it was not bad. I hated it. Really? Yep. I thought it was not bad at all. I thought the acting was actually there pretty was decent. There was nothing to it. Eh, they're it slow has building. to lead to something. Slow burn. Slow burn. No, slow bull. It's TNA. Slow burn. Fuck that. Slow burn. And they didn't act well. Nah, that was decent. Gunner, come on. Believe me. Well, Gunner sucks. Well, so does Ken Anderson. I thought he did good in that backstage segment. Shaw was the best, and he only had one line. Uh, no, I don't think Shaw was the best. I think Anderson was the best in that in that oh. backstage segment. <laughs> Kenny First Lady. Holy crap. Rain speared Fit Finley, and it was a good one. Hashtag truth table. Hashtag Roman is raw. Yeah, it was good seeing Finley. I love Finley. He loves to fight. Seamus should be Finley's yes. Yes, protege. Yeah, protege. Hallmark of Swede. Hashtag tweet the table. See, Sandow is now jobbing to heels. Soon the redemption story will be full in fact. Just like when MVP turned face in WWE. I, well, but he went against a face this last time, so on Raw. And let's not, if we're getting excited because MVP did something, <laughs> like, come on. W- WIR Cataclysmic Usos versus Wyatt Family. 
for the 152nd time. Hashtag raw, hashtag tweet table. That would be 152. <laughs> Sir. The mop jockey, hashtag tweet the table. This <laughs> mop jockey, hashtag tweet the table. This crowd is trying way too hard to be cool. <laughs> Montreal, you are no Toronto. Whoa. Whoa. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. Woo. You better take me to dinner before you talk to me like that. Woo! Heavy set three th- <laughs> what? Heavy set three three zero. Sandow should I'm spell tired. out TNA or ROH like Brett did WCW after the screw job. Hashtag tweet the table. Who said who should do that? Sandow. After, that would be, that would have been funny. If you <laughs> would have done TNA. No, if he uh, would have done WCW, oh, yeah. that would have been yeah, just, fucking and that's awesome. That's when he could have got away with. Right. Yeah, because yeah, they own it. Yeah. Like WCW. You could be like W. <laughs> Sir, yeah. W. Yeah. Oh, that uh, would have been great. WIR Cataclysmic. And see, that would have been a nugget. for like no Nobody would have stopped watching the show if they didn't get that. They'd yep. be like, why did he do that? But we all would have been like, Hoo! but I think they want heel heat on them. So. WIR Cataclysmic. Reigns damn near spin, speared Finley out of his shoes. Hashtag to the table. Hashtag raw. Yeah. Well, if anybody can take a bump, it's Finley. DSJ and PCOM, I think Naomi stuffs her bra. Hashtag raw, hashtag WWE Montreal, hashtag the table. Yeah, I think she stuffs it with boob meat. Yeah, she don't stuff that ass, Mm-mm. that's for sure. Mm-mm. God damn. Would you stuff that ass? Hell! Well, yeah, that's not saying much. Hell! <laughs> I told you I'd fuck the old foot face earlier. Ugh. Yeah, I don't care. <laughs> Whatever. Mr. Impact 76, who is B double, says uh, first sighting of hashtag tweet the table sign after Gail Kim wins knocked out. Knockouts title. Oh yeah, I forgot that was for the knockouts title. By the way. Oh yeah, she's knockout champ. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. good. Um, yeah, I saw it then too, and I paused. I even took a picture of it, and I was like, "This is so fucking awesome." <laughs> I seriously like. It's just like I can't get over it. I'm like geeked. Yeah, I feel like we're gonna get a lot of tweet tables about how much of a whore I am. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good. The Rebel Trucker. <laughs> I don't see where you guys see a foot as Madison Rain's face. I think she's H A W T. What? Hashtag to the table. Rebel trucker. Oh, fuck. Of course, the one guy I'm going to piss <laughs> off is him. <laughs> I do not think she's hot at all. Good. You're, yeah, good. No. Yeah. Oh, man. You know what we should do? Mm. Next next time we're here, uh, let's put up TNA on the on the uh, Take pictures screen. of our foot next <laughs> to it. Yeah. <laughs> put our foot next right to it. Right when her face is right there. Yeah. <laughs> WIR Cataclysmic. Ooh, that'll be a good one, too. You guys can guess whose foot is whose. <laughs> Maybe we'll do that on 52. 52. 52. WIR Cataclysmic. Usos are just like the Young Bucks, but half as talented. Hashtag super kick party. Hashtag raw. Hashtag tweet the table. Uh, talent and what? Maybe in-ring prowess, maybe? But the Usos, I think, get over with the crowd better. Yep. The Young Bucks. Entertaining. More entertaining. Like Dan the Cannon said. Mm-hmm. Ooh, did you like that? This is my first reference I of like Dan that. the Cannon. I like that. If you're good, you're going to get up. And be on my TV yeah, somehow. And I don't have to seek you out on the right. internet. Boom. Katie, first lady, near fall after near fall. What a match. Usos versus Wyatt. Hashtag to the table. You know how you're tired of the hot tag? Yeah. I'm tired of the near fall. Can we get some yes. way, uh, some other element of <gasps> Whoa. than a yeah. near fall? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Heavy set, 330. I th- I'm not necessarily tired of the hot tag. I just want to see it fail one time. I right. want to see the crowd get hyped. They make the hot tag. The guy jumps in. He's like, "Yeah!" Then gets laid the fuck out. Just well, like, I want to see a near, well, and I want to see a near fall go one, two, kick out, and then he just goes one, two, yeah, just right three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, that's funny. Like he used all of his energy on that <laughs> kick out. Yeah. That would be good in a big match because it keeps happening. Like yeah. you know what I mean? And it would be, it would make sense. You mustered all that energy to kick out. 
One, and the guy's like, two. okay, I'm going to cover you again. And right. no, no, I don't One, have the energy. Two, three. Heavy set, 330. I think the Rusev swagger feud would be a lot more interesting if it had the U.S. championship in the mix. Hashtag tweet the table. Yeah, but I don't know how they'd get there in the meantime. What do you mean, how they get there? Because Sheamus has it. Yes, yeah, Rusev just beat up Sheamus and take it. Or have Swagger beat up Sheamus and take it. Yeah, there's two faces now. Not Hallmark yet. of Swede. Hashtag tweet the table. When Roman Reigns is in the building, you're damn right Cena sucks. Best thing Reigns has said has ever said, but will it cost him? Yeah, if that was off script, that one might not be received so well. Remember, Alex Riley said some shit about John Cena in the back, and now you see what he's doing. Mm-hmm. But that's not going to happen to Roman Reigns. Too much investing. Uh, too much know. money in him. At one time, we said that about Ryback. It's true. <laughs> WIR Cataclysmic. Was that Red Bull Alicia was drinking? If so, can she please sprout wings and fly off planet Earth forever? Hashtag treat the table. Hashtag raw. Yeah. I want her character decapitated. Rated R. Finally checked out the podcast. You guys had me rolling. Keep it up. By the way, St. Louis born, living in KC. Hashtag yeah. the table. I told him, I said, we got to get together and get up for some drinks. I said, Raw's here in October. I'll get a drink right, right fucking now. Right? Sure. God damn now. I'll drink anytime. We might day. have one drink. We might have two. We might have 52. <laughs> You're taking this this week. 52. Negron, since the authority is on vacation, maybe they can finally hear the pop for Ziggler on TV instead of doing a promo in the back. Whoa. The table. Boom. 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 That's a good one. GBL 316, hashtag tweet the table. So TNA announced they have done away with the TV title. So you mean until now they still had one? Hashtag stupid Flanders. Uh, well, it's point. a good way to get us off yeah, their ass. Finally, yeah. WIR Cataclysmic. Oh, what? Okay, I can understand Nikki wrestling with one arm, but why both divas? Hashtag clusterfuck. Hashtag tweet the table, hashtag raw. Yeah, it makes sense because the authority's punishing Nikki lately, right. but like why Alicia was supposed to work. Like, and they didn't like make it. They're just like, hey, this match, and they're both going to have one arm tied behind their back. Like, hey, why? okay. Like, hey, look, they can't wrestle with two fucking arms, all right? So why are we going to? I mean, I know one of them can wrestle the greatest match of all time, mm-hmm. but heavy set 330. Wait, since Miz is heel again, WWE, give me Ziggler versus Miz, damn it. Hashtag tweet the table. Yeah, Heavy's from Ohio. Wait, he actually wants that? Yeah, he's from Ohio. He loves these guys. DSJ and PCOM. Why is Cesaro feuding with Kingston? I can't figure this out. Hashtag Raw, hashtag WWE, Montreal, hashtag table. We can't either. Sorry. They're friends, and they both have nothing going on. Katie, first lady. And the point of that monstrosity was Alicia and Nikki. Boring. Hashtag tweet the table. Definitely. Uh, Pull the plug. Seriously, pull the plug on Alicia Keys. (laughs) <laughs> Alicia Fox. Whatever. Same fucking thing. Pull the plug on both of them. No, I just, one has talent. Yeah. The other one wrestled the greatest match of all time. Yeah. I don't care. Pull the WIR Cataclysmic. It'd be funny if the two championship belts unclipped from the other and fell to the floor during Cena's promo. Hashtag raw. Hashtag, that would be great if that happened on live TV. Yeah. Then clipped and fell. Yeah, yeah. And he'd do something stupid to try to make up for it, but it'd just be great. The One of the funniest things I ever saw was when he threw his shirt into the crowd and they threw it back. And Del Rio was out there, and he just started rolling. Like, he looked around like, ah! <laughs> so funny. Hallmark of Sweet. Hashtag Truth the Table. Great to see Mercury on Raw. Yeah, it was cool to see Joey Mercury. Whatever. Good he's doing work, man. I don't care. It's good he's got a job. Yeah, sure. At the Mump Jockey. Hashtag Truth the Table. I love Fandango's Motley Crew-inspired tights. Hashtag girls, girls, girls. I didn't notice. But you know what he was? Wearing pants. Yeah. Heavy set three three zero. Doesn't Miz have an XM show? Isn't that bigger than a podcast? Hashtag tweet table. Hashtag Miz is awesome. Well, if the Spanish announce table can get on XM, it is. 
Is XM still a thing? Yeah, Sirius XM. They one of them bought the other one, and they use it's Sirius XM. Does anyone listen to that? I don't know. The busted open radio show is on there. Hey, have you tried to listen to that? No. It's a wrestling show. Is it it's good? On it no. No. Well then, so who the fuck cares about? That? I seriously, I think we should package some stuff together and send it off because I think we're better, and certainly somebody wants to compete. How'd you yeah. like to be on Sirius XM? Who is this? Busted Open Radio. Busted Open Radio. Yep. Who are they? I don't know who they are. Oh, fuck them. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck hey. them. Hashtag fuck you, lame ass. B-O-R. Yeah, bore. Bore. Yeah. yeah. Way to go. Yeah, we're sat. We're sat. <laughs> uh, that's way better. W-I-R Cataclysmic. I think Miz couldn't remember his lines, so they gave him the script and covered themselves by calling it a fan letter. <laughs> Laugh out loud. Hashtag to the table. Hashtag raw. That's that's pretty funny take. I like that idea. Send me this busted open fucking shit. Yeah, I tried to listen to it because the wife has Sirius in her uh, in her truck, her Dodge Journey, and uh, I never listened because it sucks. Sirius XM sucks. But I was scanning through and I heard, I like as I'm scanning through, I hear like Triple H, and I'm like, huh? Mm-hmm. And I go back and I knew there was an XM <clears throat> wrestling radio show. I remembered hearing that. Mm-hmm. Is that the only one? I think so. Fuck them. I think so. I'm sure. Oh, here we go. Hey, idiots! On Sirius 494, there's the the fuck tards wrestling show. Well, fuck them too. <laughs> yeah. Katie, first lady. It would be nice to see a more vicious side of Kofi, but I'm afraid that's asking too much. I wish we table. saw a heel Kofi. Yes. God, you know. Yes. How many characters? It could be simple too. It could be I'm a fucking college educated man. Right. I'm smarter than you, and I can do more things in the ring than you. I'm better than you in every way. How many characters have been the same for multiple... You know what else Kofi could do, too? Kofi's a good-looking man, and he's super in shape. He could be like, I'm better in the ring than you. I'm better... I got better brains. And the ladies love me. I mean, the ladies would pop for that shit. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, Rey Mysterio, Kofi Kingston, John Cena. How many of these characters have been the same for multiple years? The ultimate one, at Titan T-Mac. Did you ask Lana to follow you on Twitter? Put a link in here, but I didn't see the link. Oh, you know why? Huh. Because it's the promo when she goes, will you follow me? And, and she goes, blocked. Uh, <laughs> good Maybe shit. I did. W-I-R Cataclysmic. Don't bother with makeup or cosmetics, Cameron. Not even all the makeup in the world will make you attractive. Hashtag Twitter, hashtag raw. I think she's hot. Which one's Cameron? Cameron. The stupid one? Yeah, the one that can't wrestle. The stupid she's one. hot? Hot. Yeah. Who said that? Cataclysmic. Okay. Definitely hotter than Madison fucking Rain. Cameron is hot. Cameron's hot. Mm. She's a bitch. Yeah, she's dumber than shit. Yeah. And she thinks, or at least that was her answer, obviously, but the greatest wrestling match of all time was Melina and Alicia Fox. (laughs) The look on Stone Cold's face was like, this bitch. I'm going to kill her. Like, she should not turn the camera off. Yeah, yeah. Turn the camera off. I'm killing her. Yeah. Excuse me. Somebody get me a beer. That's probably what he was thinking. I need a beer for this. DSJMPCOM. That was just fantastic. A must-see. Hashtag Monday Night Wars. Hashtag WWE Network. Hashtag for the table. Very cool. And I don't and know And that was what, just a sneak peek, right? Yeah, it was yeah. an hour long, though. Oh, really? Yeah. But I don't know what they're going to do with it. I hope they're going to do with kind of what I want. Like, all right, this week kind of thing. Because yeah. that would be... It would be so fun to relive. That's and the then, true wars, yeah. Right, well, you and, almost have to to stretch something out this long. Right, so something to relive. And, oh, man, I forgot about that angle. Yeah, but what I would prefer not show me the whole show because no. Nitro was three hours and you had a bunch of bullshit. Right, right, right. But no. here's the main events. Here was yeah. the storylines that 
Here here's, was, here's what made people flip over to Nitro during this quarter hour. Here's well, what, that's what I'm saying. You say, here was the major storyline for this week, and at the end of this week, the rating for Nitro was 2.9. The rating for Raw was 2.7. Oh, at, at the height, it was in the sixes and Well, but and at the start, yeah. that's where yeah. it was. And, God, that would be so cool. Because then you could be like, I forgot how over, for example, yeah. Ken Shamrock was. You know what I mean? <laughs> Things like that. Yeah. He was over. He yeah. was in a matches with Rock. Yeah. Heavy set three three zero. Quiet Wyatt. Weren't they a band in the eighties? Hashtag for the table. Yeah. <laughs> Katie First Lady laughing at Lawler calling R V D young man. Hashtag tweet the table. <laughs> Yo, well, everybody's a young man to Lawler. WIR Cataclysmic Dunno. Why a newly healed page is teaming with a newly face AJ, but I kinda dig it. Hashtag raw hashtag to the table. Because I don't think she's fully turned heel. Right. Hallmark of Swede, hashtag to the table. I don't care one iota that Bret Hart is on Raw. Thank you, Hallmark. Jalmar. Uh, yes, I agree 100%. The Rebel Trucker. Table show. I don't see where you guys... Oh, I already did that one. Yeah, Jesus. Rated R. <laughs> Bree should have took the fired deal. She could collect unemployment. Hashtag money, money. Yeah, yeah. Hashtag tweet the table. I love that. Yes. In a crime time reference. Yes. W-I-R Cataclysmic. Roman Reigns versus Rusev set for hashtag diet raw. Fuck yeah. Hashtag raw. Hashtag tweet the table. Yep. Yep. Heavy set 330. Where's Joey Styles when we need him? Hashtag cat fight. Hashtag tweet the table. Cat yeah, fight. Cat fight. That was a cat fight too. I like that better that they didn't just try to. Wrestle. Yeah. Because it, it felt real. I was like, I was digging that. I was like, when they were, I was like, this is the showdown. For whatever reason, they've built that. Decently, they've built mm-hmm. that thing. It's just too bad it's characters that we generally didn't give a shit about, but it's helping me care, I guess. The mop jockey, hashtag tweet the table. Am I going deaf or is Fondango whispering the whole time on commentary? Well, it's his character. Yeah, that's why I said, like, I, it's his character, but I think he could be worked with to, to make but, that but can audible. Can I dance in these? GBL316, hashtag tweet the table. Dallas beats Torito on Raw. Unbelievable. See what I did there? <laughs> I don't get it. Un bow leave a bowl. You're not good at spelling. I don't get it. <sighs> Jesus Christ. T Mac's yes. no selling. <laughs> WIR Cataclysmic. Hey, Titan T Mac. Mm-hmm. Hashtag never give up. God damn it. P.S. <laughs> Hashtag never no. give up. P.P.S. <laughs> Hashtag never ever give up. Hashtag to the table. Hashtag raw. Fuck you. <laughs> I got P.S. on tweet the table. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. Katie First Lady. Hope Ziggler didn't get a concussion again. Hashtag tweet the table. Oh, if he gets another one, he's done. And that's what sucks because it's easier to get the more you get, you know? I'm not saying shit. There's no more PS. You don't fucking know that. I don't think there is. Hallmark of Sweet. Hashtag tweet the table. I think the first vice Eric Rowan uses looks ridiculous. It can't be hard to get out of. Yeah, of course. I mean, of course not. When they it's Spinner. Yeah. Disbelieve. Yeah. He's got the grip yeah. of a fucking superhero. Yeah. Negron, you guys wanted less comedy in wrestling. Now Santino has to retire. I blame you two. <laughs> okay. P.S. God damn it. Are you fucking serious? Just kidding. No. God damn it. I can't see. P.S. He'll be missed. I'm not <laughs> 
Hashtag tweet the table. I hate everything. First of all, I don't think I said I wanted less comedy. T-Max said he wanted less comedy. God uh, damn it. <laughs> I do like that. This is getting great, man. I fucking hate it all. Really I hate good, it. Yeah. I hate it all. <laughs> hey, you have 140 characters, you know? <laughs> W.I.R. Cataclysmic. Now we're done with Twitch table. W.I.R. Cataclysmic. It's so boring watching TV matches yeah. featuring John Cena, especially when you know his opponent ain't going to get a clean win. Hashtag Twitch table. Yeah, his TV matches are never uh, that great. Like it's He gets up for the pay-per-view matches. It's probably lengthening his career. He had a great match on TV with uh, Shawn Michaels. Cesaro. Cesaro. That was this year. Devil Vamp. Did you guys get my $5 donation last week for Iceman? Hashtag to the table at Titan T-Mac at the Awesome Boys. We did. Thank you. We will send that on to the Iceman. Katie First Lady. Little Johnny Russo. His father doesn't happen to be named Vince, huh? Hashtag to the table. I think that was a rib on him. Yeah. Because now he's getting some press and Mm -hmm. some pop. W-I-R Cataclysmic. Great tattletale line there by MVP. Laugh my fucking ass off. MVP is pure gold. Hashtag with the hashtag impact. When's it's he going to come back? When's he coming back? To WWE? No, for like after his injury. Oh, I don't know. Torn meniscus. God damn, that sucks. Mm-hmm. The Iceman forever. Just seen a sign that said hashtag treat the table at table show. Yes, you did. Yes, you fucking did. Because I beat double. That dude is the shit. <laughs> <laughs> On a scale of one to 50, I give him a 52. <laughs> 52. Oh, shit. <laughs> 52. It's too late. I'm just laughing at anything. Pounds of justice. Table show. The package delivered to WWE headquarters has been found to be Dolph Ziggler's push that was lost months ago. Hashtag tweet the table. That's awesome. Uh, WIR Cataclysmic. Congrats to Kurt Angle on his one-year anniversary of sobriety. Hashtag it's real. It's damn real. Hashtag Although, impact, did you hear that report where WWE... Uh, Riders or officials were on the same plane ride as Kurt Angle, and he was passed out, and they were taking pictures of him? No. Yeah. Well, but he could have taken sleeping pills or something. Well, hey, they they were concerned. Uh, it wasn't like a, ha this is Kurt Angle. It was a, hey, guys, have you seen this? It doesn't look sucks. good. Melly Faves, hashtag to the table. Finally, Saturday night main event on the network. Now that's some great stuff to look at. Ah, what? the memories. Yeah, Saturday night. When's that start? Event. It's on the network, I think, now. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Fuck yeah. Awesome. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Katie, first lady, Bret Hart is next. Now, if HBK comes out, it'll be more fun, right? Hashtag table. Oh, the heat. If Bret Hart was out there doing his thing, that's what Sandow should have came out as. Should have came out as Shawn Michaels then. Yeah. The heat would have been ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Just I don't know if it would still, well, it'd still be booze, but they Montreal. hugged. But they hugged. And no, shit. that was fucking totally forced. They're friends. Bret Hart was like, "Fuck this." Yeah, he was. But Sean was uh, like, "I'm <laughs> over it." Yeah, RVJ 1989. There was four to five diva storylines going on at once. Remember when divas wouldn't even get a segment on Raw? Hashtag to the table. I know. Can we go back? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm kidding. WIR Cataclysmic. The Menagerie are okay when they aren't playing their music and fucking with the lights. Hashtag Impact. Hashtag Truth Table. Go to hell, the Menagerie. Yeah, it's a bad storyline. Not you. Right. Yeah. No. Final one. Hallmark of Sweet. Hashtag Truth Table. How hot is Alexa Bliss? Is she hot, too hot, or way too hot? I actually saw this and I was thinking about it. She's too hot. You know why? She's playing a fucking kid. And, yeah, and she, and she's hot, so she's too hot. Stop it. Yeah, stop being sixteen. Yes, stop being the fairy. Yeah, mm, yeah. nope. Because you're you're it's too even younger hot. than that. Sixteen. Yeah, is, yeah, no. yeah. You're, stop it. Too hot. Too hot. So not way too hot. Just too hot. Yeah, 
because you're going to get us in trouble. Hashtag Tweet the Table was awesome. I don't want to be on a sex offenders list. Right. I love Hashtag Tweet the Table. I especially love how the PS creeped in. No, there. I don't fucking like yeah. that one goddamn yeah. bit. Some new table tweeters? Yes, I like that. Welcome to the show. Keep doing it. We love it. Especially when you PS, T-Mac. Stop it. <laughs> you know? Jesus. No, never give up. That was Hashtag Tweet the Table. We're going to come back for what used to be T-Mac's favorite segment of the never show. Never give up. Now it's was, just news. was the emails. <laughs> I only like the goddamn news because there's no PS in it. <laughs> when we return to the Spanish announce table, which is on SpanishAnnounceTable.net. And the most common college major for S&P 500 CEOs is engineering. TrainingTopicsNetwork.com. Hey, it's T-Mac. I need you guys to do me a favor. Go to our website, SpanishAnnounceTable.net, and look on the menus on the left-hand side and click the survey link. That's a quick link that will help us with advertisers, which will help us keep the show running for free. It doesn't take long. It's just a few minutes. doesn't ask you for any weird information. It just really helps us out. So once again, go to our website, SpanishAnnounceTable.net, and click on the survey link on the menus option on the left-hand side. And if you got some time or are looking to do some online shopping, click on the ads that we have scattered around the page or click on the PayPal donate button and give us a dollar. We've asked you this a million times. Please just give us a dollar. Thank you guys so much. We really appreciate it. Again, that is SpanishAnnounceTable.net. Yo, 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 yo. Pop a 40 and check your rollies. It's crime time. Brooklyn, Brooklyn. Yeah, yeah. Again, I don't. I put these music choices up before we start the show. So now maybe, I, maybe it was not racist at all. Well, no, maybe it was. Uh, well, you know, rated R mentioned the. I uh, know. I'm just saying this fucking gimmick. Oh yeah, the most racist gimmick they've ever had. <laughs> They're black, so they steal stuff. Now I don't know. Maybe that was their thing. Like hey, we're going to come in with this gimmick. We don't know. And Vince just is like, yes. That's the greatest idea. Already thought you did steal something. Oh, my God. Yeah. Hey, where's my watch? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, What was even worse was the Shawn Michaels. Hey, I speak jive. I was just like, oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, Hey, you said it in episode 21 during our drunk. uh, You're like, can pro wrestling be any more racist? It's always the black guy. It's always the black guy. You always root for other yeah. when it's black guy versus other. Right, yeah. Oh, my God. It's always a black guy, unless it's not. Unless it's not, yeah. <laughs> that was anybody go back to episode 21 and listen to the final segment, segment nine, where we, to celebrate turning 21, we drunkenly watch Heroes of Wrestling. <laughs> pay-per-view, the worst. Which is terrible. Anyway, let's do some emails. T-Mac! I don't even fucking care. <laughs> You're done with the emails now, are you? Done. We kick off every email segment every goddamn time with Kata! Motherfucking Klesmic. And he says, Hey, yo. It's email time. Fuck yeah! Let's do this! Okay, so this week, I want to talk about two things. I'll listen to him, but I'm not responding. Are you not sure? <laughs> are you sure it's not 52? <laughs> First is The Miz. I really like the little Hollywood clip at the start of his entrance, but I wish they gave him a new theme song. Something new, something fresh to go along with this egotistical Hollywood character he is portraying. 
Nothing against his current awesome theme, but it's played out. I'm glad Miss is back, and he isn't with the mid-carters like Kofi, but with the upper-carters like Bray and Jericho. I really hope he gets at least one more run with the WWE World Heavyweight Championship sometime in the future. Can I respond to that? Yes. I agree. I think maybe the music is the thing that needs to be changed. Absolutely. Because then you would go, well, at least it might yeah. be something new. Well, and he wears, he still wears his robes like that he wore in the mm-hmm. awesome thing. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Get something more Hollywood-esque. Right. You know? Yeah. Yep. I agree. Next point. Okay. Dean Ambrose. I'm absolutely loving the Rollins-Ambrose feud, and if they are wrestling each other at Battleground, it's my pick for match of the night. My mm-hmm. only thought is, wouldn't it be smarter for Ambrose if he actually waited for Rollins to cash in his Money in the Bank briefcase, wait for the bell to ring, then interfere in the match and start attacking him, which would cost Rollins the briefcase and the match? I know that idea sucks for the fans who would think it's a waste, but I'd actually be cool with it. And if they do have a match with the case on the line, I'd want Rollins to retain. I always hate when the original Money in the Bank winner loses his case in a one-on-one match. I, but I think you can't keep that rolling for a while. Right. You know what I mean? Thanks for another great show last week, especially with the interview with Asked host Jason Rivera, a.k.a. Riv. Kata! Oh, P.S. Damn it. I forgot to say... There will only be one PS for me this week as I feel heavy set brutally raped T Max ass with the PS's last week. <laughs> he did fucking God. what did he do like seven or yeah. eight of them fucking it was things? Like PPS No, no, you okay. said you fucking lied. Okay, you're so, an asshole. Okay. So I lied. God damn you. Get over him. it. Laugh my ass no, off. Fuck Just- <laughs> I'm out of here. Fuck everything. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. No. Fuck this. Just wanted to say, just wanted to say, thank fuck Santino Morella finally retired from the WWE. Good fucking rinse to that piece of shit. Okay, T-Mac, you may continue. I'm, it's, I'm coming back. Okay. You're good. I took the headphones off. I know you did. (laughs) I was done. I don't understand why you feel that bad about Santino. I Man, circa... 2009, he was one of the only things that kept me wrestling, or kept me watching kept wrestling. Me, yeah. Kept me watching well, wrestling. Yeah. I, me too. I mean, like, he's great. When he got stupid is as soon as he got the sock. Hey, the official PG era didn't do him wonders. Yeah, like I said, when he was with Maria, mm-hmm. when he was with Beth Phoenix. Yes, yes. You know, that was great What did they stuff. call that? Uh, Glamorella? Was that Glamorella. What yeah. yeah. That's good stuff. Yeah. Now. Hey, hey. He he the pulled last, out good segments with Beth Phoenix for God's yeah. sake. You know what I mean? Like last yeah. two years, though, completely agree. But his whole body of work, amazing. Yeah, yeah. Now I like it. I don't know. Uh, Ambrose Rollins definitely uh, have would have to be match of the night. Match of the year could be. Could be. And yeah. I think that's hey, what. Uh, what you peeing me? No. Me? <laughs> before we get into that, though, I heard um, Miz and Chris Jericho did a live event yeah. match, and supposedly people were saying it was one of the best matches of the year. Right. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. Um. I think that's how they are going to end the Money in the Bank. I think he will cash it in, mm-hmm. and let, let this. I'm being hypothetical. Sometime before he cashes in, Dean Ambrose has been taken out by the authority. Yeah, right? I almost think maybe there's security guards around. Like right. he's got like people yeah, waiting. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and then like Seth Rollins goes, gets the one, two, lights out, Ambrose. Ha ha. Yeah. And, <laughs> right. Yeah. That's Bitch. What, yep. Cataclysmic. You like are a, awesome. Like a PS. Yeah. Just comes it feels like he's you. PSed you 52 times. <laughs> <laughs> How do you like them apples? Yeah. Motherfucker. All right. 
Cataclysmic is the shit, though. Love the emails. Cataclysmic, I like everything that you do with this show. Except for the fucking PS. <laughs> we'll move on to Katie, the first lady. She says, hey, it's your favorite first lady. She doesn't PS me, does she? I don't think she no, does. No. Good. No, I don't think she ever has even. Good. Katie, that's why you're my favorite. Right? Yep. Yeah. Katie says, hey, it's Katie. <laughs> <laughs> that was a weird that was it that was email <laughs> thanks Katie no well the summer is heating up and so is Battleground and we saw on Raw Seth Rollins try to cash in on Cena only to be stopped once again by Ambrose which got me to wonder when exactly will we see Rollins cash in I think it would be refreshing if waited till Wrestlemania seeing as it has never been done or maybe a little early like the Royal Rumble what do you think now it might be done because Wrestlemania is not as far away it used to be you got it at Wrestlemania if you waited a whole year, that's fucking crazy. Mm-hmm. Now it's done midway through the year at Money in the Bank. Anyway, a uh, couple of quick thoughts. Roman Reigns is becoming more and more of a beast. I like it. Love to see him and Cena go at it very soon. The crazy Alicia Fox has run its course. I'm done with it. I hope the, P- the page heel turn is coming sooner than later. I know T-Mac, be positive and patient, but I'm more interested in this feud than the stupid Cameron and Naomi. Yes, me too. Speaking of Total Divas... Where the hell has Natalia been? And Fandango dancing on the announce table was creepy. Much love as always. Later, Katie. The first lady. The first lady. Nope. <laughs> no, come on, man. I'm not talking. You go first. <laughs> I, what did she say? Um, Roman Reigns is becoming a beast. Uh, I don't know about him and Cena. I mean, like. I'm more excited. Yes! Yes! Oh, damn it. No. Yes. <laughs> You're an asshole. <laughs> it's you. It's not even them. It's you. Now you got right. fucked. Glad you love my latest drawing of AJ. Uh, That's a good PS. I just probably should have done it beforehand because I'm a dickhead. You are. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what I do, man. I threw the PPS. No, no. You're, hope, you're limited to two. I hope you listen to DSJMP.com this week as I do my best AJ Lee impression. I had visions of skipping dancing in my head. I haven't listened to PPS. Oh, God damn it. I do this only to make T Mac happy, which I know he is later. <laughs> oh, she's crossed to the dark side. Is, she now belongs to us. I just hate everything. <laughs> um, Roman Reigns. Uh, Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns. Not, John Cena. No. Fuck no. John Cena. You know what I'm excited for? Mm-hmm. The stare down. Between Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar mm, with Paul yeah. Heyman just going, oh my God, in the uh, background. Yeah, yeah. Good That's stuff. the shit. John Cena's just going to do this. Woohoo, I'm going to clap for you as you circle because you're going to kick my ass, but hey, it's Roman Reigns. I, Brock Lesnar. Uh, I, going against the grain, am more interested in Cameron Naomi than I am Paige and AJ right now. Nope, not me. No, I think there needs to be more built to AJ and Paige for me to get into it. But I just I saw it coming a mile away, I guess, and like it's just like I eh. like it because it's surprise win, surprise win, mm-hmm. one one. It, it's a it's almost like yeah, a real fight. Yeah, I get it. But I think I, what I didn't like was the surprise win ending to AJ's title reign in the first place. I was like that's kind of sucks. You know what I mean? And I guess now seeing you get your payback, okay. But I don't know. And it's just like it's like of course here comes the two alt chicks that everybody like. I'm just like okay, cool. But to me, it's not like. To me, the the tag team running this course, the showdowns where they're wearing the same things, the you know, like the all right, we've been trying to put this off as long as we can. Yeah, but, but this they ain't fucking having, suck. It feels like a rocker style, right? But they, I, suck. I like Naomi. I think she's going places. I don't. Yeah. Think they both suck. Uh, the drawing of AJ was good, very good, very good. Um, I do need to listen to. D- I heard um, 
heavy set and uh, uh, Mop Jockey. I was talking to them recently mm-hmm. uh, on the Skype, and <laughs> they told me they were on this DSJMP, and they were saying every time just to fuck with the the host. Every time there was something that was in dispute, they'd be like, "Well, tweet the table if you know the answer." <laughs> <laughs> I guess he was like, screw them. They can pay for advertising. They're like, oh, man, tweet the table if you know the answer. So they're like, so if you get anywhere, tweet the tables. Uh, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. That's great. <laughs> and uh, and uh, I want to hear this AJ Lee impression. Yeah, I, I need to hear yeah. it. Yeah. God damn it, I got to listen to the show. Don't, when I leave here, remind me to download that show. Oh, PSU. <laughs> Dick. <laughs> And yes, T Mac is very happy, Katie. I mean, God damn it, because we were starting a real conversation and we were going, and then you go back to the PS, you dick. That wasn't even Katie's fault. Katie, I know that wasn't your fault. It was all fucking all right. Captain's fault. All right. Nope. Katie's awesome. Yeah, Katie's awesome. We'll move on to Jalmar. Why? Why? Because you can get PS again, yes. motherfuckers. Yes. We will move on to Jalmar. God damn. The hallmark of Sweden. Subject: May I beg your indulgence for a moment? Yes. First things first. T-Mac, mm-hmm. I'm going to rise above the temptations, and I will tell you right here, right now, that I will not try to punk you out with the PSs at the end of this email. I'm sure plenty of other emails will contain plenty of other PSs. You motherfucker better stick to your goddamn <laughs> word. Because You're so paranoid. You're so paranoid. I'm going to pull a big Josh and drive a fucking truck right <laughs> in your ass. Now, I will try to explain to you, T-Mac, as politely as I can, mm-hmm. why it is best for business that John Cena is the champion right now. And please do not respond until asked to. Okay. Okay. Hold uh, on. Does he really PS No, me? he does not PS Okay. You, uh, you can I look will. down here. There's no right. PS. Okay. Then, right? I, then I will listen. All right. Because <laughs> I'll interrupt the shit out of okay. him. Okay. All right. So not responding until okay. asked I'm to. I'm not saying a word. And, and it, when he says please answer now is when you can answer. Okay. So, so don't jump in. All right, imagine that you are in a long-time relationship with a good girl, a solid eight, a girl you know will suck your dick anytime you want to, and sometimes she'll even let you uh, in her mouth, okay? The only problem is one of your older friends does not like her. Then one night you are out with that friend having some drinks. As you are getting a little tipsy, you see this dime piece checking you out. You walk over to her and buy her a drink, and she whispers in your ear that she will suck your dick right now in the bathroom, and she'll even... Swallow when you're done. Do you, A, go into that bathroom with a girl you have just met that looks like a dime in a drunken state, but you don't know how she's going to look sober and who might just as well bite your dick off? Or B, no, fuck that. You get her number, go home to your girlfriend, get that blowjob, and then you get to know the new girl a little better first so you can know if she lives up to what she promises. Please answer now. I feel like I'm set up. (laughs) Okay. Of course I'm going with A. I don't give a fuck. Okay. Have we not heard all the shit that okay. I'm already going to do? All right, here we go. So it's a dude. All right, no. If you answered A, well, I guess we know why you're single. <laughs> but if you answered B, congratulations, you are now the WWE. Thanks for a great show. Hallmark out. Right. Right. I answered A. Right. Because it's the fucking cool thing But now thing we know why do. you're single and you wouldn't have anybody there for you anymore. Who the fuck cares? <laughs> Boo fucking who? Head. Right? Oh, damn it. I'm single. You might have got your dick bit off. Yeah, but it didn't. In his uh, hypothetical. No, good. I don't think that makes it best for business, but I think it makes it when you're like, okay, we were going with the new guy. This is what we were going to do. We were giving in. We were finally giving the fans what they wanted. The new guy, he got potentially injured and might not ever wrestle again. 
we don't think these new guys are just right there yet, and maybe we're going to do this Brock thing so somebody can take it off of Brock to build that person over. So right now we need a transitional champion that Brock can come in and take it off of. Go with Old Faithful for the time being. Then go with ADR. Oh, fuck ADR. It's got to be a face. Okay, make ADR a face. No other faces. Make ADR a face. Hey, you know how easy you make ADR a face? This is the the two steps you do. Uh, Ricardo Rodriguez comes out, introduces him. Yeah. And... Yeah, here's the thing, though. I think... And he... Fucking hugs Ray Mysterio. I think to me that puts the writing on the wall that Brock Lesnar is winning that world heavyweight title. And I think they've made that mind up. They maybe even already signed the deal, right? Mm-hmm. And said, this is it. But, and maybe there's something in his contract where he has to have a title run. We see we don't know these things. Mm-hmm. So maybe it's like, should we got to do it before time runs out? Right. And we need it to be a big match for SummerSlam mm-hmm. that the mainstream is going to catch a hold of. Mm-hmm. Mainstream is not going to give two shits and a fuck about Brock Lesnar and Alberto Del Rio. Right. And so it's got to be a big star babyface that we think is a good transitional champion and not one of our new guys that we're going to, we don't want them shit on by Brock Lesnar. Mm-hmm. Hence, the only guy we got. John fucking Cena. And that's what happened. And I think maybe they don't even like it. But hey, this is what we got. I don't think anyone likes it. Yeah. I like Hallmar. Jalmar, excuse me. I do too. Jalmar. Hallmark of but Sweden. But then, man, that just, I just hate it. I do. Yeah. I mean, look. Yeah. You're you're empathizing with WWE, and you're doing this. Meh. I mean, I understand. I'm not necessarily empathizing with them. I get it. I understand. It's stupid. I understand though. Who do you want? Uh, who do you want your next big guy to be? That's just gonna fucking job to Brock Lesnar in two months. Well, you can build, and then that guy huh. could then get his comeback. Come yeah. yeah. I don't know. And you know who'd be great at that? Huh. Uh, Heyman guy. Hey, here's the thing. Whatever they do, they will get shit on. So they probably are like, okay, I kind of don't give a shit. Because even if we would have had Roman Reigns, people would have been like, that's stupid. Roman Reigns is the best choice Cesaro. You know what I mean? Like, they would have shit all over it. Cesaro's the best choice. They should have shit all over it. Or people would have shit all over it. So we'll move on. Jamar, thank you. Thank you. I liked your analogy. And and it makes sense because Brock Lesnar needs a win over John Cena. Remember, his first match back was a loss to John Cena. Yeah, I wonder if they were like, all right, it's time to give you your title, John Cena. And right. Like, he, maybe I he don't know about that, Brock. And he's like, I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm Brock fucking Lesnar. <laughs> I had to walk a mile to answer my phone. Did you know that? What? He doesn't have – okay, first off, he doesn't have a cell phone. And his uh, his phone line is a mile away from his house so literally he he goes like call me at two and i will be up there to answer the phone that's weird that's how secluded he hates fucking yeah. people which makes me like him even more because <laughs> i fucking hate everyone. <laughs> you do hate everyone i do i hate every fucking person. all right well we'll roll into our next email then yep heavy set i do like heavy set heavy set he says what's up heavy set back again to take t-mac to school like he fucking missed the bus I've listened to his response from last week many times in order to build the perfect response. So here it goes. Oh, okay. We're, we're, we're doing studying mm-hmm. class now. I'll okay. start off by saying this. Your logic to why Cesaro should have won slash be champion is actually the reasons why he shouldn't. Managers and mouthpieces are usually crutches in wrestling. Mm-hmm. They are used to help people get over, and Cesaro has basically used one has basically used one since day one. Besides Brock Lesnar, not many people have won the championship with one. Sure. Yokozuna and Undertaker did, but and probably some others too, but that fit their character. And Yoko's was a big guy push that was similar to Lesnar. Mm-hmm. So Cesaro 
can't win the championship until he breaks away from Heyman and goes completely solo. I also think you are denying Cesaro's promo ability. Cesaro is decent on the mic as a heel. Mm -hmm. A face run would be questionable, but that's why you pair him with Heyman so Cesaro can learn from one of the greatest. Also, if Daniel Bryan is WWE Championship material with his mic skills, then Cesaro will do just fine. They're on a pretty similar level. Mm -hmm. You also aren't taking into account momentum. Would you rather see him take the title now, break away from Heyman, and fight Lesnar, or break away from Heyman, fight Lesnar, and then win the title? The second option creates that momentum towards the title. He would be without a mic crutch and have beaten one of the most dominating men in the business. Some of the most memorable title wins in history have been surrounded by momentum. Bret Hart's first title win is a little forgettable, but after he lost it to Yoko and went a year chasing it and gaining momentum, then WrestleMania 10 victory sticks out as that big moment. Same could be said about Sean, Punk, and Brian too. Their WWE Championship wins had to build them. Another hole in your argument, T-Mac, is that you are booking by what you want to see and how you see the product. Many fans do it, and it is also why they bitch so much. Cesaro may be high in your book, but look how he is actually booked. Look at his crowd reaction, and look at the big picture of WWE. You think he is ready, but does the whole audience think he's ready? Are they ravenously behind him? Has creative put him in position to be a believable champion? I'm sorry, but the answer is nope. Okay. Can I just respond to that part? Okay. Let's remember when he threw... Big show over the fucking top rope. Yeah. Other than Daniel Bryan, who got a bigger fucking response? You, you're measuring that against the WrestleMania and the night after WrestleMania. That's crowds. the biggest show of the year. Those are smarky crowds, and the rest of the crowds aren't always like that. And you, why wouldn't you? Bobby Heenan is a great manager, right? Uh-huh. He, are you saying Rick Rude sucked <laughs> because he was with Bobby Heenan? Uh. Yeah, but he was never world heavyweight champion. He, he wrestled for it, but that was at the age when Ultimate Warrior was the number one guy. What I'm saying, is, and here's the other thing about momentum that I'm really tired of, uh. right? Leading into WrestleMania 30, let's mm-hmm. if you went back and listened to that, what did we all say? Yeah, it's Daniel Bryan going to win. So surprise me. Yeah. You know? I we mean, don't I always still, have think, to build. Yeah. yeah. Because uh. what you're doing is what we're doing right now with Brock Lesnar. Okay, so we know that Cena versus Brock Lesnar. I don't have to tune in next week because my, I know what they're doing. My only thing about all this is what I just broke down is I think inevitably that's the decision they had to go through. We have to buy a contract or whatever, or we're going to give it to Brock Lesnar because no, Vince says so. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. I get that. And what so that, I'm saying is the build. Right. No, I get, I get all is, these arguments to this. But to me, the whole that's why John Cena won this championship and why people are still angry about that, hey, man. Shit happens. No, I'm just saying. John Cena, and furthermore, to get mad up is, this is what I said, it's not WWE's fault, it's your fault, because in the amount of time, even if John Cena only has two years left, he's going to get another fucking WWE title run. It will happen. He's never getting away from that championship. I think he could. It's just not Triple H did at the end of his career. Yeah, but we're not at, at the end of John Cena's career. I think we could be. Uh, and here's the other uh, thing. Momentum. What about Dolph Ziggler? Did he have momentum? <laughs> that was one of the most yeah. memorable championship wins, too. In summary, okay. Cesaro isn't ready to be champion yet, but this he is, is heading in the right direction. As soon as he breaks the Heyman-Lesnar shackles, Cesaro will be a Swiss steaming locomotive barreling towards the main event title picture at full throttle. Never give up, heavy set. I like P.S. Oh, God damn it. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> you, you got another one. No. Yeah, you do. No, I don't. Yeah, you do. I don't have a goddamn another one. So, did we talk about? Put your, put your, take your, did we talk about 
uh, everything. The only thing. PPS. You're a dick. <laughs> I know you keep falling for it, but I swear one day I'll <laughs> buy you a box of Reese's peanut butter cups so you can always be positive and patient like me. <laughs> I like. See, I like. PPPS. No. No. <laughs> no. It's not fair. Yeah, fuck yeah. that. No. Oh yeah, fucker. Yeah. Never tell me I won't do something that I can clearly do. I understand the reverse psychology, but I did go to WWE shop to buy a Never Give Up rally towel, but for some reason they don't have it in stock at all. <laughs> I'm, I'm done. That's actually done. He's done with that. So, um, you're an asshole. You keep talking. <laughs> You answer this bullshit. That was the last one. You can see it. No, I don't want to look. I yeah, you can see it. I, I can't read. One. I can't read. I can't read. <laughs> um, I, I like that. Petey Williams. I can't uh, believe he all right. retired. I like everything he said. I'm just saying. Yeah. This is what I'm saying. The build is boring. I don't think so. Again, again. Okay. So when I do these, uh, when I do the second Spot screen experience, when I do the second screen experience, mm-hmm. right? Uh. I there's sometimes there's polls right polls mm-hmm. who's better uh, you know are you citing a poll to, for your no listen evidence? listen 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 okay uh, and you can click it and it shows you immediate results right mm-hmm. so one was like uh, uh, it was Chris Jericho and, and the Bray Wyatt yeah who will save like, right and and I click Bray Wyatt which I'm sure most of us and everybody listened to this eighteen percent right. it was like eighteen percent and yep. the, and the rest was fucking Jericho and I was like. It really is a bunch of fucking marks that watch the show. Or it's WWE telling you. No, I think it's, I legitimately, have you sat in those crowds? Oh, yeah. I legitimately think that there's 84% of the people that watch the show are fucking marks and buy into the whole, we love the faces because they fucking tell us to. I just remember a time when, and maybe so, this is me going back to a better time, but during the Monday Night Wars, it was spontaneity. You literally had to watch, right? Yeah. And what I'm trying to say, and again, I know the Brock Lesnar might be in his contract, and that's all speculation, but let's assume that that's true. But what you're doing is, I don't have to. I don't have to watch. I don't have to watch. Yeah. I don't have to watch. Yeah. It means nothing. Yeah. Hey, man, it is what it is. Let's just watch a movie and just let me get right to the end, because the fucking yeah. middle doesn't matter. But if they were dipping in rankings, they are. They're not. When Cena wins the time, they're not like all of a sudden drastically dropping in ratings. Over the last five years? Well, over the last five years. Well, let's get back but to you know what else? Used There's to... been a one-year title reign of CM Punk in that time frame. Mm-hmm. There's been... That he you know, never <laughs> main evented any of the fucking shows. <laughs> hey, I'm the I'm the champ, but guess what main events this card? Yeah. Cena's ladder match with Dolph Ziggler. It's just... To me, it's not worth getting mad over because it's not changing. And it won't change it's until upsetting. he can't fucking do it. It's upsetting. Well... I'm not mad. You can, you can choose to stay upset. I'm disappointed. Or you can, like Dan the Cannon, say, find the, the good things that did hey, happen. Hey, whoa, I do. Mm. Dean Ambrose? Huh? Yeah, yeah. 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 I find my silver yeah. lining. No, I got that. I just hate everything else. All right. We will move on to the final email. And you. We will move to the final email. I hate you. G. B. L. Greetings of the week, Captain of Awesomeness and T. Mac Daddy. Thanks, but you're going to PS me, and I kind of hate you right now. Uh, I don't think he does. Yeah, he does. <laughs> you put the fucking phone down last time, and then you PS me. On PGBL, back to kick bubblegum and chew some ass, and I'm all out of bubble. No, wait. Did I mean to say that? Say he was here to kick bubblegum and chew some ass. <laughs> Fuck it. On with the fucking email goodness. Why? Because that's how we fucking roll. Fuck yeah. My GBFU for the week. 
What? I said my fucking GBFU for the week. God damn it. Shit. Your comments, please, gents. <laughs> Pretty awesome. Good. <laughs> Bondongo on commentary. Anything is better than that. Cockbrain faggot fuck Michael Cole. I don't think Cole's all that bad. I don't like Cole, but he's not bad. I think the best Cole was when he was with Taz in SmackDown. That's just my opinion. Mm. The other good. Renee Young is permanently at the announce table on Superstars. When I die, I want to come back as the Superstars announce desk. (laughs) (laughs) Bad. If Mrs. Face is the moneymaker, the whole world's going to go broke. Fuck moneymaker. Looks more like he took a money shot right in the mouth. The other bad. Santino retires. Sad to see someone succumb to injury-forced retirement. Actually, forget that shit. He puts the dick suck and suck come to injury. Piss off, you useless sack of shit. Wow. Yeah. Maybe maybe it's good that they didn't do anything on Raw. <laughs> yeah, Jesus. The ugly, the Funkadactyl's catfight, and no wardrobe malfunction. What the fuck, WWE? <laughs> yeah, they probably had everything taped uh, down before that one. Keep up the fucking goddamn fucktastic podcastery. You guys fucking rule. Fucking goddamn right you do. That's all for now. Later, Jeeps. Nope. He's just not going to do it. Not going to do it this time. Come on, you got to do it. Nope, you go. All right, P.S. Serious question. A new faction of UK wrestlers with William Regal as manager slash mouthpiece. Yes or no, and why? Yes, because <laughs> I like it. <laughs> I really think uh, William Regal would. I th- Who talked about that on their podcast? It was, um, was it? It wasn't uh, JR. Was it Jericho? It had to be JR. Nobody else would talk about JR. Was it JR or was it yes. C. Austin? Yep. You're just going to do like one word questions? Yep. I'm asking you a serious fucking Me question. Me too, and I'm answering it. What would you, who would, would, would it be, uh, Barrett? Seamus. Seamus. Who else is it? Cesaro? No, because he's like Swiss, isn't he? Makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> I love that you're just like so paranoid yep. of all the fucking. <laughs> Gabriel. Gabriel's South African. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, this is good, man. Let's see how long you can go yep. on with this. Yep. That's what I like. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is great, man. Uh, this this show would be a lot better if you just stayed to one or one more fucking answers the whole goddamn time. Sure. PPPS. <laughs> Actually, I think it was just PPS. Got a oh, gotcha, T Mac J. This is the other thing I was asking you. What does the J at the end of things mean? I don't know. They're supposed to be just kidding and they don't like fucking actually finish the goddamn sentence. I don't understand what the J means at the end of fucking sentences. I'm sure we're. Tweet table. Hey, idiots. Tweet table. <laughs> Tweet table. Tweet table. You're not even saying it right, you fucking shit. Tweet table. <laughs> T Max just giving up. PPPF! God damn it. Never give up! Still got me. I love Jeeves, man. All right, that is the finals of the emails. It is done. No PSs anymore. No PPSs, no PPPPPS, none of that shit. It's done for this week. I fucking hate this. I love the emails. I'm loving the emails. I know. I bet you might now be my favorite segment of the show. Hope you guys all trip upstairs, (laughs) get bad credit. What was that? And take a shower and get the shower curtain stuck to your leg and by the time you get it off your leg you run out of hot water so then you're not clean the rest of the day i hope you stop to let an old lady cross the street in front of you and then you get caught at the red light (laughs) i hope you go see watch your i hope you go to see your favorite band play in concert and they don't play any of your favorite songs (laughs) so they do a jam session (laughs) so they do a jam session with the opening act (laughs) 
<laughs> I hope you go to get coffee in the morning at work and somebody put French vanilla flavored coffee in the pot instead. <laughs> hope you got decaf. <laughs> All right. Oh, fucking episode 50 was great. Episode 51. Working on a guest that we may or may not get. Fingers crossed it's an outside possibility. Yes. Outside possibility. But I can tell you this. Yes. If we do get it, It'll be fucking huge. wigs will get peeled back when you see it. Yep. But beyond that, after next week, regardless, will be episode 52. 52. 52. 52. 52. 52. 52. 52. 52. 50 what? 52. 52. 52. I love it. I love 52. If you doubled the number of letters in the alphabet, you know what you'd have? What? 52. Oh. You know how many times I got pissed off during uh, <laughs> uh, the, the emails? emails? 52. 52. All right. We got to end this fucking show, man. Keep listening. Keep tweeting the table. Keep emailing. Check out the website, SpanishAnnounceTable.net, and uh, do the WWE shop. Yes, please. Link. Email us, tableshow at gmail.com. That's where you can also send your... Uh, PayPal donations when you give us a dollar. Mm-hmm. And and we're still taking donations for, for Iceman. Ice if you say Iceman, it goes to a good cause, helping yep. out a military family that needs surgery for their daughter. Yep. Great. He's also putting on a show. If you happen to be in the uh, Chillicothe, Missouri area, yep. let mm-hmm. us know. We can help you out, get you the deets on that, Yep. as it were. And we will be back with next week with episode 51. One. Two weeks, it'll be 52. 52. When we return next week on the Spanish Announce Table. As always, on the SpanishAnnounceTable.net and Bob Barker, previous host of The Price is Right, is a karate expert and trained with Chuck Norris for eight years. P.S. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> Training Topics Network. P.S. Ah, fuck you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You are